Hello, Internet. You're listening to the In Your House Comedy Podcast with the Babyface and his fellow funny friend. Now hold on to your butts. Keep your arms and legs inside the podcast at all times. Prepare to have an autographical orgasm in three, two, two, two. I developed like a new. I've just started recording because we're having good conversations. So I'm just going to uh, let it go. I don't care about the good conversation. Jesus Christ. After um, lockdown, yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Fair <laughs> enough. So, like, I've started to kind of working on a new set, which is me being the quiz host, basically. Oh, you did mention it. I like that concept in general. Yeah. And uh, so I did Leanne's night, and it seemed to go quite well. Because they were not a responsive audience, but I it, it, I got responses from so that's good. That um, says a lot, to be fair, though, yeah. When you can win like, an audience like that over. Yeah, but, like, so the idea is that whoever wins, um, I have to give them something. Uh, and I don't really have a lot of things. What are you going to give them, Callum? I don't really have a lot of things that I want to give away. So I decided to start doing, oh, there's a, if you do hear anything, this is just a fly buzzing around because I stink. Um, huh. so, we all stink at the moment. Yeah. Now, I'm not a very good artist. However, as you've seen, like I'm yeah, not good at drawing. Nothing you said so far has surprised me. So yeah, when you've seen my drawings before, they're not good, but they're weird. So what I've been doing, here's one that I'm giving away. It's an accurate representation oh. of my hand, but with one very long finger. <laughs> so that that will be one. Um, like here is e- another. They're like ET when he gets like the old age or something. Is that what happens? Yeah, maybe. Here is another accurate representation of my hand, but cut off. But this one has got a secret option where you can go, oh, your death will go unmourned. There you go. <laughs> that is so not what I was expecting to be yeah. under that flap. <laughs> um, and this one that I did yesterday. Or, no. i got to say you drew yeah, it yesterday. better than I remembered as well, to be honest with you. I'll be, with those, I cheated because I physically drew around my hand. <laughs> and then, then I could just be like, Ah, yes, that's where the knuckles are. But this one, I am very proud of because I've drawn this. Like, I've not traced around anything. I literally had my iPad to the left, and I drew this. Look look at it. That is Homer. Homer, when he melts, I think that's, for someone who did not do well at art in school (laughs) at all, I think that's all right, is that. That is actually just good, yeah. I could tell straight away it was Homer. I'd be happy getting that if I were like, do you know what? I'll take a part in a stupid fucking quiz. I'm quite happy getting this as a prize. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they'll be going with me to Sheffield on the 2nd oh, of August. The prizes. Yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. I was I'm not going to lie. I just was slightly phasing out at the beginning because I was thinking about where my think was. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you yes, now. Sir. I'm with you. Whoever wins will get a picture that is also signed by me. So it's bound to increase in value because. I'm going places, prison probably, but I say we'll go and play. I fly. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off. Fly. So I haven't done. I'm just gonna. Calamellis Jarvis Jones on in your house comedy podcast, just so they know your name in case they don't. Although they're probably a lot more likely to know your name than mine. But let's do. But what gigs do you have coming up sooner, Callum? Uh, I have precisely. I didn't one mention. I, I was and about a to gummy say, finger. 
<laughs> I meant to mention to you, like, write down any dates or anything you had, or like the one, the details. I completely forgot. But are you going to be one of the few that actually knows the details, even just for one apart? Yes. So I am at the Callum Comedy Club in Sheffield on 2nd of August. So if anybody was watching this, number one, what the fuck's wrong with you? Jesus. Like, have you not got anything better to do? And number two, if you want to win an amazing drawing of a hand, another hand, or Melty Face Homer Simpson, you you better fucking come along and take part in my quiz, aren't you? Because I only picked two people to do it. (laughs) So you've got a 50% chance if you're one of those people. Is there a qualification? Is there anything you look for in particular that may be a crowd? You know, the the ones to get picked, someone who wants to get picked can do to help Um, them along. Is there a prices right type situation here? Oh, oh, maybe. Now you've just given me an idea. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know how they picked in prices right. It just seemed like everyone just had to pretend like they were on crack for a second. Well, not on crack, actually. Yeah. And a lot of cocaine is probably better. A lot of cocaine. Go crazy. Maybe both. Crack cocaine. The best of both worlds. <laughs> See who could have the most energy while throwing up endlessly yeah. on the floor. I like to imagine sometimes that crack cocaine is where you put them both in a pipe and you put it in your nose and in your mouth at the same time and just go <laughs> and see what goes where, you know. I think I, I think the actual difference is, uh, is crack when you... No, no, because cocaine crack smoke is, like is a... something different is when you smoke it, isn't it? Because that's why it's crack cocaine. Yeah, yeah, I think they're like mixed together. Crack is its own thing, and that's more crystally, I believe. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I mean, of the two of us, who's the drugs expert here? It ain't me. It ain't me, kids. I don't. I don't know it if I'd me. quite say expert, more guinea pig, but I'm not going to disagree with you. <laughs> Weird. Normally, you get paid for being the guinea pig. You don't pay them, so <laughs> of all the best times, you have to pay them for being the guinea pig. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, other than I was. Oh meant to be going to uh, an open mic in Manchester this Thursday, just gone. Uh, however, thanks to coming in contact with somebody who did test positive for the Rona. Oh, of course, yeah. I uh, I mean, there was nothing, nothing pinged, so technically I didn't have to, but for the good of the nation, I stayed at home during the hottest fucking hmm. week so, needless to say, if anybody looks at the website that I work for, everything I put up last week was done in my pants and only <laughs> my pants because, God, nah. No, Just nah. The majority of the writing I do, I'm not wearing clothes. It's the best way to write, best way to do any kind of work. Oh, no. Oh, oh I feel dirty reading anything that you've sent me now. I would oh. do. And anything I've recorded and edited, and most of it, most of it, to be honest, most of my work. Oh, no. That's (laughs) everything I have known that I have been involved with you has been tainted by your Johnson. It was already tainted anyway. It's just tainted for another reason now. (laughs) That's what the song Tainted Love was about. (laughs) (laughs) All about everything that you touch with your widger. (laughs) Widger. So, um, where was that one you said? That was Sheffield, you said, your next one. Yeah, that's in Sheffield, so that's on the 2nd of August. I believe, uh, if Mr. Greg Phillips remembers, which, I mean, mm. 
is an amateur comedy booker, so probably not. I think I meant to be doing his gig in Clown in Chesterfield in September. I won't hold my breath on that. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I just need to, I need to get out there and find some stuff right now. The fact that my first gig back after lockdown was in Kidderminster says that a lot, was the really. That, Wait, was that, that was the one where you got done that? Well, not say got done that, but where you know why you have to end up self isolating. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wounder. So yeah, wow. over over seven hours worth cumulative travel to do ten minutes, which did go very well. To get eight pound fifty, which I immediately handed over for federal money. <laughs> um, but still, eight fifty that you you know you would have been more out of pocket though. So it's nice when you get oh, a little yeah. bit of extra random money. Oh it? yeah, absolutely. And I did not expect to get eight fifty from that audience. Uh, like when I saw someone, I think someone put like a twenty in, and I was like, "What the?" Fuck yeah, when, when I was there, um, we all got like a ten each, and I worked it out. That means a few people were there. Like they were receptive in that, but I didn't expect any of that. And we got it was like a hundred between. It was it worked out something like ninety or hundred pound between like yeah. these, like three or four tables, you know, random people. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, I don't know if the MC took anything, but yeah, so much that be eight pound fifty. I mean, it's like sixty quid basically that they've given over for an audience of not many. <laughs> I imagine <laughs> probably less than you had, um, and a small child that I was really <laughs> like because there was. There was a lot of bad language and just, I would like mail up and my caravan park. You did, ask. yeah, yeah, same, yeah. There was mail. a small show there when we got there, apparently, but they it left was... by the time most of us. All oh, right, oh no, this kid stuck around, and <laughs> obviously, well, the, someone did say something to the parent, and the parent, the parent was like, "Don't worry, they've heard a lot worse." I'm like, "I'm sure they've heard a lot worse, but this is a lot more <laughs> thought about as well." We put a lot of thought yeah. into how terrible we are. Yeah, there was an awful lot of like pedophile stuff and it's because obviously you know male open mic comedians yeah there's gonna be pedo gags you go there's for no the madeline, jokes that are like tough no madeline mccann jokes that's rush cut surprised that that was quite um novel don't think i've I mean, been in a gig <laughs> where there's not been yeah. a madeline mccann joke yeah i mean realistically a madeline mccann joke is just essentially a version of a pedo joke yeah so. more often than not it's just does. a subgenre yeah it does involve a very similar <laughs> Structure. Um, all, all the all the subjects, you know, that are a bit taboo. Always, they're just the fun ones to joke along to. We all know this. Everyone that's agrees. Fun. That's why they laugh. They can bitch as moan if they want to, and want to say they're like, "We're not angry." Everyone likes this. Yeah, they love it. They love it. They do. They love oh, it. they fucking love it. Uh, but I, I just wanted to, I wanted to try and totally avoid any COVID referencey stuff because I just thought oh, there's going to be loads of people doing that. <laughs> I'll just, I really want to try and do something different. And yeah, because yeah, maybe I, I kind of want to try and separate myself out and be like, oh, I remember that guy. He was the one who didn't just do dick jokes <laughs> for 10 minutes, he did them for five. <laughs> and there was a stupid quiz <laughs> with it. Doing something different, I think, especially at our levels right now, where we're trying more than anything, like we're, we know we're going to be grinding. We know we can write stuff. It's more about getting noticed at the moment. I think like those little bits are like the perfect way to do that. Like something, sorry, something different, you know. Yeah. So I I'm, can't think I'm, of ever seeing anyone do that. Like essentially turning to like a quiz master during a set. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to lap up, like some 
dirty great kitten and the audience is my milk. And I'm you very drink- tired. I won't be on form <laughs> for the metaphors and stuff today. I don't mix well with heat. I don't sleep well in heat. I'm so very tired. <laughs> See, today, though, it, I have found it's not as warm today. But at the same time, I wasn't as warm all day. But right now, I'm really warm because I thought I'd be nice. I'll close, I'll close the windows and stuff, you know, and trying to be polite because all the no- I know I make a lot of noise at some points normally on a podcast. And now I'm just fucking warm. I'm really yeah. fucking warm. Yeah. I got a hoodie on. I don't even know why. Yeah, you're a moron. I don't know why oh, you got the ones up on. I haven't got them. They're rolled up. All oh, right. Even so, I mean, it's still. Everything in. It's still like, it's got a, I'm sure it'll have a lovely fleece lining. So. No, no, no it's cheap as fuck. Don't worry about that. It's very thin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Prime special. Yeah, there man. we are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What about uh, <laughs> what about you? I know that you you've done a few gigs now, aren't you? You've done so you did the Kings Kingsford and uh, the Bush Fest and the Holly Bush. Bush. That's the same thing. I know, but didn't you do just a gig <laughs> at the Holly Bush? Yeah, yeah, I've done a few at the Holly Bush yeah. and Bush Fest. I've, d- I've done a couple now. Um, I think my next actual gig is in Ipswich, so it's me going to mm. be doing a long travel. I think it's going to take me like like four or five hours to get there on a coach fucking hell oh and i've got to leave from birmingham at like seven in the morning so that means i'm leaving like my you know to get down to there like half six six probably just to be safe and then i'm i've got a hotel um okay cheap ass hotel not too far away and then i'll get up next morning it's gonna be fun to be honest but yeah it's gonna be a boy like too i mean that is that is something that like i've wanted to do more of which is exactly, one of the reasons yeah. i said yeah to the stupidly far away kid of insta gig um <laughs> but it's just like it's kind of shit you know you're gonna have to do isn't it like the more and more yeah. gigs you get so it's like i might as well start yeah. doing it now like yeah random travels and all that you you don't drive either do you i do drive but my car is very shit and it <laughs> would not make it very far but i mean i I do want to travel, but I don't want to travel on my own at the minute. I feel like I need a safety net of somewhere I know so that I know I can travel back and be like, well, that was shit, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, just someone, just to have that comedy bitching session with or whatever, um, because that makes everything better. If you've had a yeah. bad gig or a good gig, you're like, that went really well, didn't it? Yeah, that was really good. Or that went really shit. Here are all the reasons why this audience that personally went on before me absolutely mm. terrible you do uh, you break it down so much don't you in those conversations as well yeah exactly like, like, and that was one thing that i did like about going down and back up to kidderminster with the two other comedians that i went with yeah it's just it's lovely. having that comedy banter again yeah yeah it's nice especially nice as well if you already know the people mm. um it's nice sometimes if you don't know the people and you get to know them on during that big journey when you're together but at the same time you there's no guarantee you'll like them and then no. you're stuck in a car with people you don't like yeah. and i'm not good with that i find it hard mm. to keep my mouth quiet about stuff oh dear i really find it hard oh uh, yeah i can imagine yeah you you do strike me as one of those people who some people really like that you, you are Marmite, I can imagine. I'm totally Marmite. That's 100% uh, true. So Slightly like, out of date Marmite. Yeah. <laughs> um, a KD, lot more people leave ooh. the other side, but some people like the chunky yeah. variant, so it's okay. Yeah. Oh, KD, lovely and tangy. I love to smear him on toast. <laughs> Most people. <laughs> 
Don't you put him near my mouth. No. Disgusting boy. That's literally a conversation I've ever heard about myself in the past for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um you know, glass eye comedy, and that's the next one in um that's the next actual gig, but I've got this Tuesday actually, because it's recording Saturday now. This will be out Monday, is the idea, because I'm not gonna edit this. So if we say anything Ooh. bad. Oh. Well, I'm going to edit it. So I'm going to edit it. I'm going to add graphics on. But yeah, if we need to cut anything out, we'll write it down while we're doing it. When, and if we when you pop a hard R N word, then <laughs> oh, that's obviously going to come at some point. Oh yeah, when it wouldn't be a podcast, right? Yeah, when you start breaking into your N W A lyrics, that's when <laughs> you are a bit of a nipple. To be fair, <laughs> well, we're on about a different N word. I love that you think there's an R in nipple. <laughs> <laughs> when did we talk about an R? What? I said when you pop a hard R N word. <laughs> we'll move on. That's just gone <laughs> zooming over that snapback, is that? Oh dear. <laughs> uh, about, I've never heard someone describe a word by talking about the last letter at the end of it, or I've really? even missed it even more. Yeah. Which is probably that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yes. you're more NWO than NWA, anyway. Very true. Yeah, I am an old man. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, um, I've also got this Tuesday coming. I'm in the quarterfinals of uh, what is it? The Extreme Improv, um, e- Extreme Improv, Extreme World Championship. Okay, so did you have to win a previous round for this? <laughs> no, I'm not going to win. No, you know, no, <laughs> no, I didn't have to win anything to get to this. No, you just chucked in in the deep end for someone who's never done improv other than what we've done. I've looked at it, and that apparently is what improv is. It's literally the same thing. Um, So, is this going into like full? Like, I know there's one about um, what was it? There was one game where it's like somebody says, um, you get like 30 seconds to talk about something, and then rather than everyone having to do the same after, everyone has to remember the thing he said. And then do the same thing, and then on and on. I think I wasn't completely listening, to be honest. Oh, I think. Oh dear. So has there been eight pm on Tuesday? Has there been other like rounds? Of yeah, this? number number six is on. Right, there hasn't been other rounds before the quarterfinals, but right. I guess it's a quarterfinals. I think I'm in the eighth one because number six is on right now. And I think there's one on a Monday. Yeah, that would make sense. There's one on a Monday, then there's one on Tuesday, number eight. Yeah. That's the one I'm in. Last one. Uh, interesting. I have no idea what it entails other than that one game that I saw, but it oh, looks dear. like it's going to be fun. May I advise homework? Um, it's not like you, you, don't, you don't do anything all day, so. Bitch, what the fuck are you talking about and doing anything all day? What, I've been writing a script all day for one what today. What do you do? That's not a thing, though, is it? That's, you know. That's just you sitting about in your pants. Okay, I'm going to tell the, the creator of community. I'm going to tell the creator of the office. That I'm going to tell the creator of Parks and Recreation. Is that true? There's nothing. None of Listen, that. No? Unless it's in a Starbucks on an Apple Mac. That's not a proper <laughs> job. That's the rule. Oh, just... oh well, well, actually, uh, if technically, um, over the last, well, I say technically, it is. Um, I've I had a I've been working on that KD Creative Media thing. And I've been doing this stuff with something called the NEA, the New Enterprise Allowance, and I've now had um, a business plan approved, which is strange because when I was doing it, they were saying, okay, so it's most likely, you know, it's going to take a couple of tries, I get it in, because I ain't got a clue what the fuck I was doing. But apparently I have a good business mind, because first time, (laughs) 
first time. Perfect Do not let link. them hear that. Do not let them oh, hear that. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Cheers, guys. I don't know. When it comes to business, I don't know what I'm doing. Business just seems logical. I just know uh, how to make things that fit. Oh, dear. So I'm now oh, officially dear. self-employed, and I've got this NEA backing thing. It's cool. Oh, dear. Oh, I'm, fuck you. I'm intrigued and also mm-hmm. worried. Like... Uh, the, the, the support for people like me out there to create a business. I don't blame you. You should yeah, be worried about that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was very, very easy. Oh, dear. Oh, <laughs> this. This could go one of two ways. I didn't even check what kind of bombs I was making as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, graphics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, it, I, I thought it's really good, to be fair, because it's not something I knew about. And for anyone that's actually like got a little self-employed business they're trying to build up, it's really, it's actually really good. New enterprise allowance. It's um, on if if it's on if if no, you can do it even if you're not on universal credit. It's for anyone. Oh, but there's certain like qualifiers and things that do work yeah. and don't work, and you might get like slightly less money. Yeah, each time because they give you money as well to help with things. And for someone like me, like who doesn't, my business doesn't need like a premise either. You know, like a, a shop. You know, yeah, no kind of thing. There's just a lot less overhead, so more chance. It, yeah. Hmm. It, 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 it's good it's good but so, no no i don't do the generic nine to five and if you don't do the generic nine to five kind of job in today's civilization you don't work sorry people you do you do doesn't matter what else you do fucking scum i mean yeah, scum of the world i do eight till four so i'm also <laughs> you're you're slightly earlier scum though too. yeah I just... well, don't get me wrong people that do nine to five are scum too but at least you know oh, you're yeah. civilized scum yeah, absolutely. I get. I'm one who gets to finish early. I get to go shopping an hour before everybody else. That's the kind of scum I am. <laughs> so, um, um, I don't want to say too much about this because I don't like talking about projects that I'm doing until they're at a point where I can really show people stuff. Mm. But um, obviously, it's at the point now where a few more people are aware of it in that because I haven't even talked to you. So, um, we've got a little scripted project that I've been working on for the last like few months, and now yourselves agreed to be involved in it and we've got um since the last time i spoke to you i've actually got the full cast now every single person that i need is casted oh. every single, all comedians as well that want to act mm, that's interesting mm. how many people is that um so that would be uh hold on i've got my thing here to break down it lists them all uh so that's one two three four Four, five, hey, do you remember six, seven. Count? Wonderful. Eight, eight. Eight? Wow. Eight I, um... characters for the main cast. Well, I say the main cast, like two of them are kind of secondary characters, one more so than the other, but recurring cast anyway. Yeah. Um, are we being paid scale or how does it work? Do I have to be in the union? You don't have to be, but you get paid in hand jobs. <sighs> Oh, where but from the, you? Or... Well, no, no, it's, it's um, excuse the pun, it's a community based thing. So we all just sell in a circle. So it's like an I am legend, <laughs> the circle jerk. It's all about a community, it's all about building it up together. It's a collaboration. Yeah. We are even all the, payment. the zombie vampires tossing into one communal bucket. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh dear. Oh, very dear. I was going to make a joke oh. about one of the people only then, but I probably shouldn't because I'd have to mention who it is. Yeah. I was going to mention that person will happily take a couple of the hand jobs for us, I think, though, for anyone who doesn't mm. want to perform. Yeah, I can imagine. They might be the bucket. Um. <laughs> <laughs> There's only uh, one girl in the cast, to be fair. And I thought about this. I'm like, oh, is someone going to complain to me at some point? Someone might complain about that. Maybe. But that's mean, only if it gets to the point where people watch it. If it gets I was going to say, it, it needs to be viewed <laughs> for that to happen. And, you know. Well, I, I'm not. This isn't going to be made to go on YouTube or anything. I actually want to present this and pitch it to an actual few things because let's be fair some of the stuff that's on netflix and amazon is fucking shit it's terrible amazon especially is yeah amazon especially riddled with trash i'm glad i don't use that anymore uh that is i feel like so disney plus is now like the market leader in like hmm. quality streaming stuff because it's just knock it oh. out of fucking park for the most part really what, like, other than Marvel, what are we talking about? Uh, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm mainly talking about the Marvel and the Star Wars stuff. Like, that's all I care about. Oh, I forgot about Star Wars, yeah. I forgot but that's about Disney, they don't really do... So the two main things <laughs> that aren't even their creations anyway. But... Yeah, but they don't, like, do the sort of yeah. independent shit, as it were. Like, I've seen some, there's some, like I say, absolute trash on Amazon. And it's like... It is trash that I have watched. It's oh, like yeah. absolute shite horror movies. But at the same time, you're like, how? how oh, yeah. And everything? the originals, especially, though, like the ones where they've given the people the money to do it. And you, some, some of them are fucking great, you know. Mm. Some of them, a lot of them are horrendous. Just not yeah. very good. Just yeah. not good at all. And it shows, like, you know, because there's only one season. Sometimes there's only half a season. Mm. And it's just not very good and they're like tucked away down at the bottom i definitely reckon between this group that we've put together that um and just i'm, I'm not gonna lie i think i'm i'm, I'm good at writing scripts i know i am so i think oh. it'll work very well oh praise from caesar for himself oh <laughs> yeah nothing don't break your hand patting yourself on the back there there's nothing uh, so, wrong I mean, with complimenting yourself when it's true. There's nothing wrong with doing it when it's a lie, but as long as you know it's a lie and it's not honest. If no, if, I, if you're not going to big yourself up, no other fucker is. So it, it's actually like a joke in that, but it's actually true. Like talking about like your stuff as well, like advertising yourself. You, you've got to like do all that shit. That's it. Like you, you, you do, have, and nobody pays fucking attention to my shit. I'm literally nobody looks at it. And I'm just so fine with that. Just no one pays attention just, to anyone's stuff, man, really. Yeah, everybody's sort of out for themselves in this world, apart from the little cabals of people who are incestuously gobbling things up. Um, sorry, I'm saying big words here to try and confuse you so you don't accidentally <laughs> say something. Uh, but... See, I, the, the shocking part was, this might surprise you, I understood the words, didn't understand the context, though. That's Not at all. fine. Whatever way confuses <laughs> you is absolutely fine. I'm just trying to figure out what group of people, comedians, are incestuously fucking. That's all <laughs> I got from that. So there's a family of comedians out there fucking yes. each other. Yeah, it's for entertainment crank- as well. Apparently, it's the crankies. Everyone, it's the crankies. It's them that's doing it. 
Uh, I don't know who but, they are. No, fuck me. <laughs> Bandy. Uh... Christmas with the Cranks? No, Cranks. Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, but that would be, be a better film. It would be a better film if it was Christmas with the Crankies. And <laughs> anyone who knows who the Crankies are, that's not fucking wrong. You, you'd love it, wouldn't you? you fucking love it. <laughs> I do recognise uh, the name, to be fair, but I have no idea what it is. If, I think if you saw them, you'd be like, oh, I remember them. Um, so how many episodes would you intend for this to be because obviously the the going the going sort of rate for a british series is normally about six to eight episodes so how many of you don't know what you envision doing well i've got two broken down the first two because i was thinking uh, depending on how i'm gonna have two episodes ready to go for when we you know for the shooting schedule idea for the middle of september Mm -hmm. um but because obviously I don't know how long we've getting everything together in the logistics, how long it's actually going to take to record each one. But um, 10, anyway, the actual like first season. And then more after if it gets picked up and it goes further, you know. But I think that's a good realistic idea. And going by the amount of ideas I've got as well already noted down for future episodes, like mm-hmm. there'll be an episode that will be featured mainly in um, in a pub, but obviously in the pub smoking area. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of random. Sh- I've got a few things like that, but I've got two episodes broken down already. One fully broken down with the script part of the way through. Um, I thought about this too much, to be honest with you, dude. Uh, way too much. So, are you envisioning like a full? Well, I guess it depends how you do it, really, because obviously it used to be the standard that sort of for a, a yeah, sitcom yeah. on uh, an advertised channel like Channel Four or an ITV. Yeah. you'd be looking at. About twenty-two to twenty-five minutes, give or take. Yeah, Whereas twenty-two. Like B, the BBC standard, and I imagine similarly, like the Netflix and the kind of streaming standard is more towards sort of twenty-eight-ish minutes. No, generally, bit break. yeah, it's twenty-one generally, even when it's on Netflix mm. and that. I think the only reason it is for BBC is because, like you said, the yeah. average break you don't have that, so you have the extra yeah. bit. Even though now they seem to have suddenly gone against that, like EastEnders is always like twenty-five minutes, and it just annoys you because you're waiting around for five minutes after Emma Dale waiting for Corey to come back on or something. Yeah, I watched the soaps member. We've been over this. Yeah, it doesn't mean I'm any less disappointed, didn't you? <laughs> I didn't say the good. Yeah. I watched a lot of things. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'd like that. We can talk about wrestling. Weird, we weird, isn't it? Talk but, about um, things that go on every week that are particularly good, but you watch them anyway. Yeah. But I'll, I'll just for that other thing though, I'll show you like some of the breakdowns and the other ideas I've got for future things. Though I don't want to talk yeah. about it too much on here and make a point of it because yeah. it's going to be fucking good, to be honest with you. It's going to be good, kids. It's going to be big. It's going to be... My penis. <laughs> yeah, you're going to do real well in those improvs, aren't you? Oh, I know, I know. It's great, isn't it? <laughs> Quick, think of a location. My penis. <laughs> think of an object. My penis. So we got interested, actually. What does that mean to you? Like, because you, I think you've got a bit more um, experience with improv. What generally, what does that mean? Because obviously, this is still like an online-based improv. So, in you know, normal improv, what does that normally entail? I mean, I've only done like improv games where, where what we did, the one that I remember, was you are. So there's like a group of four of you, and two of you begin the scene, and you'll be like given the scene. So it'll be like, what do you mean? Uh, 
so you like whoever's sort of in charge or whatever it would be like you are two welsh miners down a corporate go and then you'll do a little bit and you try and be funny and then they're like right freeze and you freeze in position someone subs out someone subs in and then like and now your doctor's operating on somebody so you'll begin like you know so you pretend you've got a shovel in somebody what kind of mine shaft has got the sanitary conditions to do surgery on someone this is already for the pie callum you are you are gonna die (laughs) but obviously then it'd be like okay now you're not operating on people the next person like say the person who subbed out was holding a shovel they're coming in the exact same position and then so they'd be like oh shit no that was wrong wasn't it oh dear Oh well, they're dead, uh, and you just kind of that's that was kind of the improv games that we played. Uh, there was another thing I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I think it was maybe like making a, a story, almost like a drinking game, in a way where you just like have to continue a story. But I can't fully remember it. But sort of each doing a sentence, yeah, yeah, to yeah, form a, a coherent yeah, thing. Um, but see, all that just sounds like really fun, though. To be fair, like that kind of improv, just, I'd love to try that properly on stage as well. In front of yeah, people, I would too. And just watch whose lines anyway. That's like you did, David. That's improv. All those, everyone on panel shows, improv. yeah. What <laughs> you're on about panel shows, you, weren't you? Then have you ever seen whose lines anyway? It's not really a panel show, <laughs> yeah, it is. No, whose line is anyway? Which, what, what's the premise in that again? So whose line is anywhere the one that's hosted by or was hosted by Clive Anderson over here? The American one. It's got Drew Carey or um Ah, oh, what's her name? She's a voice in Archer and she was in Friends. Lisa Kudrow. No, no, no. She was Aish Tyler. Um No. I'm not a clue who that is. Do you know who Ryan Styles is or Colin Mockery? You have not seen whose line is it anywhere. I'm telling you this now. You have you're pretending. <laughs> I think you're thinking of mock the week. <laughs> no, you know what I think I'm thinking of. I might be thinking of have I have have um, I got news for you? No, no, uh, no. The one where you lie. Uh, would I lie to you? Uh, funny enough, yeah. That yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's in a way when they get given like the lie they have to improvise so it yeah. sort of is it's semi-improvisational and it's not really is it a panel show like the... yeah i guess it will be a panel show as two yeah. teams yeah uh but yeah whose line is it anyway just that, that doesn't work like that there's just four generally speaking improv comedians and they get given things to do and it's just very similar to that so if you find whose line is it anywhere uh that'll give you some idea of what you might be in for it just sounds like exactly what I thought, to be honest. You just got to come up with some yeah. random bullshit to whatever yeah. you're given. Improv. I like doing that. Yeah. yeah, improv is basically just think on your feet. There's no net. You've got nothing pre-prepared. Go be funny. And that's why some people can't do it. Some people can't work like that. See, I, I think I prefer that because it means I don't have to learn anything. I don't have to think about mm. it until I get there. That's cool. That's I like like, that. I'm, I'm pretty shit with remembering things, remembering sets. So... Not as easy as people think to remember, like even 10 minutes of material. It's not yeah. that easy. Oh my God. Yeah. No, no. Which is why I'm doing the like the quiz thing because I can cheat. I'd be like, I've got the questions right here. 
And then yep. everything else would just be riffing with what the uh, the contestants in the courts do or say. So I've I've got a little cheat as well. Um, that I debuted at the bush, like um, because I changed my setup because originally I was doing some a lot of Corona stuff at the beginning, and I noticed exactly what you noticed that everyone was kind of just doing Corona stuff. It's like, okay, this is another Trump, so I'm just going to get away from this. Yeah. Um. So I had like new stuff in that, but then I also had a rhyming kind of adult story i guess that i wrote that i read out about what aliens would think if they actually you know all these videos and if they came down and actually looked at the shit that we do as a civilization as a species what would they actually think about it okay naturally talking about circumcision furries circumcised furries interesting interesting concept mm. yeah, you think they could at least say shape no you're gonna you're gonna cut that off you can shave it's cool <laughs> i need a fucking shave like <sighs> man and not on my face <laughs> not on your head either uh, i mean i want to do that as well because literally all this week i was thinking i'll just shave my head again but with my monkey finger it's just really been awkward to hold things what did you? I meant to ask you. What did you do to your finger? Uh, so I pulled. I think some people call it the wick. So basically, you know, at the side of your nail, you might get a little bit that kind of sticks out. Yeah. Um, so I pulled one of them out, and um, obviously, I just got some dirt or something in it, and it got infected. And uh, now I'm having a pretty shit time of it. <laughs> so With that little like yellow bit in the side nest. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, I mean, but, let's be honest. That's not that bad, Callum. But uh, not uh, that bad. In the grand scheme, no. I also kind of, I, I, the infection has definitely spread to my arm. I can see that. Like, you probably can't see this on camera, but there's like a pink. Like, it's like spread further up from my finger. You can see a bit of <laughs> yeah, a line. Definitely that. It definitely couldn't be like you know the sun. And, and I, I've not been out not in the fucking sun. <laughs> I've been yeah. inside for a week. Uh, and it's, uh, I can see in the back there, you definitely don't have windows in your house either. So it's definitely yeah. the infection. It it really is. I will have to get more antibiotics because <laughs> these antibiotics are run out in a couple of days and this is not healed. It's just, if anything, it's got worse because there's now an open wound, which yeah, I... Yeah, to be fair, it doesn't look very good, you know, actually. Yeah. I'm taking the piss, but that looks... Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. it's... Um... Yeah, okay, I may yeah have, that looks worse than I was thinking. Okay. Yeah, I I may have opened that wound a little bit. Some, <laughs> some skin, some skin may have cracked off, and I was like, "Well, if I just peel the rest of it off, it's not doing any harm." But a little bit of pus came out, so that means it's healing. That's good, right? Wait, wait. Uh, mm, mm. right, right, everybody, please. Sure. I need this. Maybe. Oh, God. Oh, man, I mean, I'll be you've so got, pissed you've off got if I can cancel a gig. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. you don't cancel a gig for a, for a hurty finger. I do if it keeps spreading up my fucking arm. If you end up and you wake up one morning and your whole hand looks like that, then yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. But fair enough, then. Mm. Oh, shit, that reminds me. I still need to send, like, a picture and, uh, like... Um... Uh, a little blurb about myself to Ollie, who's doing the night. So I need to make something up because nobody's ever said anything about me. So I just have like, Callum is a dickhead. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Put that out. Big, big yourself up. You could yeah. like super big yourself up and then just at the end say something like, you know, and it's definitely not me writing this for myself. 
Yeah. Something. <laughs> this is definitely not all a lie. Just open your mini, it's even better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just... Oh, something else. Though. I mean, you, you're you're mm. like, how old are you now? Like 33 than you said, and you're on about your finger. I yeah. just watched a trailer for the new Jackass film. Oh, yeah. Then people are like 50, and they are going fucking crazy. It looks just yeah. as mental. It does. I'm not going to lie. I will watch that. Of course oh, I will. Yeah. Like, it, it, when you, like, if you watch Jackass back, which I have at points, and you're like, oh, man, Jesus. Like, now you're just like, oh, fuck it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh no. You can understand why, you, why your parents are like, what are they doing that for? Whereas you were like, yeah, kill yourself. <laughs> Whereas now you are just like, it. yeah, now you're like, oh, fuck, oh my God. I'm a dad now as you... well, so I completely understand it now, 100%. I do not, yeah. mm, I I will not let my children watch it. <laughs> but then just seeing that again, there's a, little bit here, <laughs> there's a little bit here that is like, that's right, fucking kill yourself, do it. Um, <laughs> But then, obviously, it's not going to have Bam Margera in it. So, ooh, that's contentious. He was always my least, one of my least favourites anyway. Oh, really? Never liked him. That's yeah. interesting. He, Even he, at he a young age, seen... I think I disliked him for the way he always ran in and just attacked his parents. Even at a yeah. young age watching it, I was like, you're just a dick. Yeah, I didn't like that. The way that he just mm. started beating the shit out of Phil, I was like, this, you just don't seem like a good person. Like, nobody else was doing that. Bam did genuinely seem like he is the dickhead friend. That you yeah. say, well, we're, we're sort of stuck with him. He's here. Well, I thought they brought. And then the director <laughs> yeah. got a training order. <laughs> and now <laughs> they have got rid of him. Like, yes. yes got have you heard of the story behind what that was and that then? Yeah. And then I saw his like, video denying all the charges of being an addict. Where he was drunk and high. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, wasn't it that they wanted him to basically, you know, like get clean or their yeah. level of clean? I bet even their level of clean isn't completely clean, just clean of whatever high thing he's on and come down to the level of normal. Yeah. People. Alcohol, get some marijuana, you know. I'm sure there's yeah. probably higher levels than that they were willing to let him go to, but he was. Well, just... to be fair, like Steve is 100% clean. He's fucking vegan as well now. He's oh, just God. gone. He's like, but of course. He will still do absolutely ridiculous things. Now he'll just do them sober and regret them. <laughs> I don't know. In the trailer, he was the one person that I looked at and I thought him and Johnny Knoxville look like they're having so much fucking fun. Yeah. I don't get it. Well, I Johnny do get Knoxville it. is so great now. So great. Yeah. But no, it, seems, it seems like a lot of the film, he's not actually got grey hair, which was confusing me when I was seeing clips. To be fair, I think he has said he's been dying it since he was about 25. So <laughs> it's always been a lie. I saw the one bit at the end and I was like, there's got to be the, the little clip that the um, trailer that I watched ended on. Where it's like the one guy, Dave England or something, covered in honey and with oh, salmon on him and let a bear. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, that can't be. There's got to be something else to that. Yeah, like, it was um, Aaron McGeehee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was when I saw that. I was like, "Oh, they are they going full ball? Are they actually trying to die this time? <laughs> We're going to make this a fucking snuff film. Kill, kill Aaron. 
I thought it was very smart how they brought in some like no like they brought in it seems like a new generation of younger people that just watched it, but also there's some celebrities in there mm. that are like fully going for it. Like Eric Andre was in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um did you notice who else has been in who else was there that also did something overly like dangerous for a celebrity as well when they were in WWE? He was one of the guys getting slapped but in in the pool scene in the trailer, he got slapped with a big hand. It was machine gun Kelly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, I like Machine Gun Kelly. If you can call him a celebrity, then that's fine. I've Matt, he's the only person I know that has ever beaten Eminem in a rap battle, like a, 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 a little rap disc thing, uh, where they both both of them brought the songs out. So many people say Eminem won. No, I don't agree. Freaking Machine Gun Kelly's song was so good. I still listen to it now, like regularly. Eminem is a pile of shit. <laughs> I love Eminem, but. Yeah, I don't think I've really listened to Eminem with any real fervor since. Um, what was Eminem the uh, the one after that where he just kind of really full bore sold out and was basically just doing novelty rap? Um, uh, could have been encore. Before yeah, he had his big break. Yeah, I think it was Encore. Where there was a lot of like classic ones on there too. The one it was basically one with like just lose it on and oh. um, ass like that. I think. I think that was Encore. I can't remember. I know what you're on about because oh, honestly, I loved all his albums, and I think I'm missing an album. Hold on, Eminem. <sighs> ass like that. What else? What album was that from? The way you shake it, I can't believe it. I ain't never seen it's an ass like, like that. that. The way you move it, it makes a pee pee go. But doing, doing, doing. You mean the guy is like a belly dancer? She's shaking her ass too. Then on the lady dancer, think someone's at the door, but the topic I'm an answer. Police ain't freeze. But doing, doing, doing. I'm gonna stop now. Yeah, Christ, we are white. <laughs> Good lord. Encore. It was yeah. encore. Told you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've not really. I think when his last one that had, mm. it was like, what was it, like the back end of a jet fighter or something on it as a picture. No, that's an old one. Kamikaze, you're on about. Oh, uh, yeah. I think yeah, that was um, the last one I heard anything from, I th- and I didn't really. The last one I quite liked, but I think there might have been another one since the Marshall Mathers LP2. I really liked that one, but um, there was Relapse and Rehab. I think Relapse was the one I liked, the first one he came out, and then Rehab I didn't like. There's one on the 3 a.m. where he's talking about um, 3 a.m. in the morning, woke up and bodies laying all over the floor. And I don't know how remember how they got there, but I guess I must have killed them. Killed them. Ah! And he talks about drinking a bath water. Uh, uh, That's a great song, to be honest. <laughs> I love that I song so much. It's one of the few Eminem songs I've actually got a drum cover somewhere on Facebook for. I love that song. Wow. Very good. I might have to see if any of his newer stuff piques my interest with a, a YouTube dive. Because I feel like Eminem songs are often improved by the videos. He's got some... He's got. I, I think he's always been very good at his videos. Yeah, the Slim Shady stuff, definitely. Mm, yeah. Like, yeah. What was it? Um, oh, what was the one that had... The one that had Dre in, that's probably half the album. <laughs> what was, uh, You're on about, by any chance, you're on about Without Me. No, not without me. The one from the Slim Shady LP. From the um, new one? No, his, like his second album. 
Um, oh, my name is. No, no, no. Before Real that, Slim Shady. No, my name is was it? My name is was his first big. Oh hit. yeah, that was yeah yeah. Sorry. Um, so yeah, it was my name is. It wasn't Real Slim Shady. Ah, uh, the old stuff. Uh, yeah, could it have been a D twelve. It was one? like it was like him and Dre. And it was like a guy's oh, conscience. Forget about Dre. Oh, guilty conscience. Guilty conscience. There guilty we go. Conscience. Was, that's, that's, was, the, I, that's a Dr. Dre song. That's why. Is it? I thought. Yeah, it was Eminem's there. featured in it. I think. Oh, no, I always thought that was on the no. radio. I don't know why. You might be right. Actually, forget about Dre. Is a yeah, yeah. Nowadays, everyone wants to talk about the guts of the Some say that comes out when they move the lips to support the Jewish perspective. Actors forget about Dre. So what do you say to somebody you hate? Or anyone trying to bring trouble your way? One day I was walking by with Walkman. I'm going to stop because I will, yeah. I'll just keep it. I can't help it. I love one, Eminem. One thing. It's the only reason I write white boy raps on <laughs> random one, shit sometimes. Something I do really want to try, but I just don't think enough people will get it, is just halfway through a set, just go, shit! Forgot about Dre and just see <laughs> if anybody <laughs> if anybody understood it. But I feel you'd have to like, pick the audience, yeah. That's it, it'd be so fucking niche. But I Even really want to do it. I mean, if you made a couple of random Eminem references right at the beginning, so Eminem's just in there a tiny bit, you know. Not even, like, big references, but tiny little things. You could, like, you could even, I guess you could even, actually, it might work for you in a way. You could refer to yourself as the most entertaining white boy since Eminem. Yeah. And, like, right, that's not to say that I don't like Eminem. It's a few of my favourite songs of his, and you can name them, and then... You can just halfway through, just pop it. But I suppose, yeah, you left it a long time. Yeah. Oh, you could even close <laughs> the set on that. Just going, mine it. Shit. Forgot about Dre. Yeah. <laughs> there's definitely something to that. 100%. There is. That's it. There's something there that I, that I think could be really good. But I just. There's a few different yeah. ways you could go, but that's the hard thing, mm. isn't it, with comedy? Because you can think of a few different ways, but you don't really know, like. Like at the same time, would it be better to just mention it at the beginning and then just jump to it at the end, or would it be better to yeah. every now and then throw in like an Eminem song so they know what you're doing? Yeah. yeah. Whereas like um, no, I don't know. Um, I I got wasted last night on those blue and yellow purple anything, you know. Yeah. And then just at the end, the one like all the other ones can be shit, and then just for that at the end, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's something there. Just there's an idea. And like most of my ideas, it will come to nothing eventually. Like normally, I find the idea that is the easiest to commit to. In this case, pretending to be a quiz host. Like, that'll do. <laughs> that is fucking piss easy. I don't have to be funny. They do. So <laughs> I don't know. I think you're just very good at the quiz host thing, which is why once when the comedian quiz off comes back, I kind of want you to be the host again. I just think it works perfect. It works. It works a lot better with you as a host. I think. Oh, well, oh, so I mean, yeah, I, you're not wrong. It definitely does. <laughs> However, obviously, oh, I, I appreciate the compliment greatly. Yes, yes, yes. I can't, yeah. I can't take it because that would be wrong of me to disagree oh, to it and be big headed. But at the same time, you're right. I'm great. You were, uh, you drinking a, a Budweiser there? I'm going to try to, but my hands are really weak and I'm not good uh, at the, the twisty caps. Oh, yeah. No, I can't. <sighs> so. I him struggle. Oh, there we go. He's done it. Uh, for a moment, I thought it was a um, a cider. 
by Brothers because it looks an awful lot like the toffee apple cider, which is oh that's lovely. Oh, that is my favourite cider. Mm. Oh my god. Oh, if I see that, if there's the opportunity to drink that, I am about. To I understand that. Oh. Have you tried oh. the Palm of Islets one? Yeah, um, it was okay. I don't. I don't think any of them are bad because that one is a rhubarb and custard. That's very nice. Well. Yeah, yeah. I think there's one other that I can't remember. There's loads. Uh, the toffee apple one. I feel like is that Raspberry Ripple or something? There might some be. There was some random new ones that's come out recently as well. Is it? Yeah, my mentioned them the other day, and I can't forget them now. Uh, I was like the idea. I always like the idea of drinking beers and ciders and that. But I don't know about you, but as I got older, I've noticed spirits and that, I can drink them and I feel fine. Uh, before, I could mix every drink all night and it wouldn't make oh. a damn difference. Now I do I cannot do that. I understand that logic now. See, hmm. I used to be able to drink a decent amount of cider, but I find that because I, I started my drinking career, quotes, very <laughs> wrong. Like, I started when I was 17, and I started off drinking Guinness. So I started as an old man. And then from Guinness, I moved on to drinking bitter. And then from bitter, I drank, the like, the Fosters and the Budweiser's, like, the shit lager. And oh, after the bitter, you went to them? Yeah, and okay. then I went to cider. I was like, this is fruity and delicious. I love these. This is what I want from now on. And so I'm basically a cider drinker. But what I find about cider is it makes my mouth very, like, tacky. And yeah. as I've gotten older, it takes less and less cider to give me that kind of feeling. And But with when I've drunk proper lager, like, um, I do like, I can drink a Tadcaster lager. It's very nice. It's a very popular beer around here. But I have found three lagers. I'm fucking done, man. It's something about really? lager. My mind is just like, you're drunk now. You're drunk now. <laughs> Whereas, like you say, with spirits, I can drink with a mixer. I can't really drink straight spirits. It's not my thing. But I a, a nice uh, crack and rum and lemonade or crack and rum and ginger beer, I can drink those all night and I probably won't feel a fucking thing. But three lagers, I'll be like, I fucking love you. I love you. I mean, isn't that better though? Don't you kind of want to get drunk as quick as you can, <sighs> the cheapest possible? I don't. I go to the pub to get drunk. If I'm going to the pub and I'm drinking, I'm drinking because I want to get drunk. Really? Otherwise, why the fuck am I drinking? What's the point? I used to have that mentality when I was young, like you. Uh, am I? Fine, I just yeah, think is I. I don't like getting drunk. I like getting to the state that I guess most people call fresh. Where you just I've like never heard that. No, um, never heard that. Place. It's just that kind of just, just before kind of the tipping point. We're just like, I'm feeling a little bit buzzed. I can kind of feel it, and like I'm getting warm feelings in the back of my head. But I'm not gonna go up to my manager and call him a cunt. Like I'm just, I'm just nice. I'm just like, I don't a, little, know. a little bit loose, a little bit, a little bit louder than I was. <laughs> Yeah, tipsy. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I hate. I hate being full blown drunk because the first thing that goes when I'm full blown drunk is my stomach, and it just cramps, and I hate it. And I just, I very rarely am sick from drinking, but I just get the hurty stomach. I'm just like, I know exactly fun. what you mean. 
Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. I used to get it all the time, and it stopped when I stopped mixing my spirits with fizzy pop and just started having straight. And then just what I do is I have one little drink always with me, like, mm. and as soon as I've had my shot, just a quick little chaser, kills yeah. the taste. Yeah, it is, it is definitely the fizz that does it. Mm -hmm. But I, also, I don't like the spinny head either, where you lay oh. down and you're like, I'm going to go to sleep. Oh, yeah. oh, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. This <laughs> isn't. I'm I'm on a merry-go-round. Oh, dear. I hate that feeling. just hate yeah. it so much. I think I've got very good now at, like, knowing my – I have, like, a routine when I come back, like, and I'm really drunk like that, where I know mm. – like, I just like, kind of just stay up for, like, another three or four hours when I get back and let that kind of – all those feelings go through and then go to sleep. Yeah, that is basically what I had to do. I was just like, well, I guess I'm work forever now. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to be, but all right. <laughs> and it used to be really exacerbated back when I worked at CEX between, uh, what was it? That was between 2012 and 2015. There used to be a place in Leeds called Carpe Diem. And every Wednesday between, I want to say, 7 p.m. and 10 p.m., they did Pound a Pint. So Ooh. it was basically the CEX drink was snake bite and black for a quid. So you took a tenner with you, <laughs> man, <laughs> man, yeah, you fucking done. And it was an hour bus ride back to where I was living. <laughs> the last bus was at eleven, and I did everything in my power. Like I will, I must piss as much as I can before I leave this place. And obviously, halfway on the bus, it was. Stop bladder time. Like, oh god, no, I've got half an hour. This is the last bus. Oh god. And more often than not, I was because the bus I li I lived at the top of the hill, and the bus would basically do a route where it would go uh sort of at the bottom of the hill, but then keep going past and then divert around and then come to the top of the hill. So from being at the bottom of the hill would take, depending on how many people were getting off or on at that time of night, 15 to 20 minutes to go from bottom of hill to top of hill. And I could probably, even when I was pissed, walk up that hill in 10. So more often than not, I would get off at the bottom, piss at the bottom of the hill, and then just walk <laughs> up. I was just yeah. like, oh, that's so much better. And by the time I was at the top, I needed to piss again. So... And it's kind of nice. I, I don't know about you, but I kind of enjoy any kind of one sober walk on my own. Like any, yeah, I like walking yeah. when I'm on sober. I've been, yeah, I've been very lucky that I've not really ever been like accosted by anybody. Uh, although, well, habit... to be fair, to be fair, you don't look like you've got any money, and no one's <laughs> going to try to rape you. I mean that, yeah, that was true. Even when I didn't look like this, I still, I was like, <laughs> uh, oh, I'm actually going to cut that word out. Oh. <laughs> That was a dicey I didn't know what you said. What? That's, uh, I'm not going to repeat it. Um, oh, I yeah. feel like I can figure it out. I will note that time down, sir. Yes, please. <laughs> um, yeah, so even when... And it will cut yeah. in now. Thank you. Yeah, even when I had proper hair, even when I had proper hair and I didn't have a beard, I still... Like, I still look like an idiot. And I... <laughs> what would... See, this is it. I've not been out properly in quite a while now really like you're talking <sighs> properly out isn't getting up for two years probably i think 
Um, weird that is. It's almost like there's been a global reason for that. Yeah, weird. I mean, it might really you could class it as even longer because I've not been out in a city properly drinking for probably longer than that. Yeah. So, but what would it's... what would normally happen is I am unfortunately one of those people where another weirdo would be like, I'm making friends with him. Oh, same, same, hundred yeah. percent. If there's some freak, they will come up to me as I'm walking to the bus and be like, "Mate, what's your favorite Oasis song?" Uh, what? <laughs> oh, oh no! I thought you meant when you were in the club or the pub or whatever, you would. Go oh no, that as your... well. Yeah, I always go out of my way to have a conversation with a weird person because it's going to be fun. No matter however it goes, it's going to be fun. It's going to be yeah. entertaining in some manner. There'll be a delicious anecdote. The one, the one time that didn't happen where they were friendly is when it wasn't the weirdo approaching me it was uh again out with the i mean i'm always the weirdo yeah i I can't i generally can't wait to go out for a drink of you i think (laughs) we will just attract all the freaks when we when we do the recording we can do it then yeah if not before anyway but when again we were out with cx and we're at a pub and this is more of a kind of old man pub that's in the center of leeds and an old man came up, and there were a group of the the lasses that worked with us, and he started chatting to them, obviously because dirty old man. Naturally. And one of them was kind of like, "Give me a signal, like, can you come and help us, please? You, you are the freak whisperer." <laughs> and so I came over, and I would just me like, "Ah, you're right, bud." And he just looked at me and just went, "Fucking look at you." <laughs> I bet you're a fucking student. I've drunk bigger things than you, you fucking cunt. I like everything that's like, first of all, like that's a bad thing to be a student. Oh, how dare you want to learn? How dare you? That is yeah, like that's one thing that's that I never point. got. That I, I never understood that. Because obviously I went I we've both been to university. And who's you, both? Oh wait, or did you go to college? I've been to college. I never went yeah. to university because I looked at it and I I got all the stuff to get in. And I was like, there was literally no reason for me to put myself in debt to go and get this thing. Yeah, no, can Especially confirm. when it comes to media as well, you know, yeah. that's what I was doing. Can confirm. I have an arts degree and I've never used it. Um, it, it definitely improved improved my, like, the way that I thought about things, I guess. But, you know, you could probably figure that out on your own. Yeah. No, it depends. Yeah. It depends. But I, I remember like when we'd go to pub quizzes and if we'd win, it would be like just haranguing of like fucking students. Like, I, it's not just a student thing. It's just being smarter than you because you're fucking thick. I, I'm not a student now. Them. Yeah, I'm not a student now. The last time I, was, I won a pub quiz, I wasn't a student and I basically won it. On my own because you were all fucking thick. So I'd never won any pub any actually no actually I've never ever I've done a lot I've never won a pub quiz. I have a really? lot of random ass knowledge, but I've never won a pub quiz in any group or anything. And I'd, I'm not always sure if my knowledge is correct either. Just to clarify. But <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of random knowledge that may not be knowledge. It may be lies. <laughs> I, I good 70, 30. 70, 30. 30. Lies I've told myself anyway. But um I did win a quiz night at Bingo. Oh. What did you win? Uh, what did you win as a result of that? Uh, what did we win? Um three 
it was either free bingo or money. I can't remember. We, did, we won a few times, to be fair. It was me and my mum used to go up, and we even developed yeah. a team name that was just known. We were Heels and Wheels. Because I walked and she was on a scooter. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, I... Um... I, I naturally yeah. love quizzes, though. You know, that's, what, yeah. that's where the comedian quiz I've came from. I just love quizzes. Uh, I do, too. But I... I got told that I couldn't take part in pub quizzes anymore with the people that I did it with the last time um, because I got too competitive. I'm like, the, the aim is to win. If you don't want to be competitive, then fuck you. <laughs> See, I'm not competitive like that, but I'm competitive in the sense if I look over and someone's looking on their phone and I'm angry. I am angry. Uh, I never really gave a shit about that. I, well, yeah, fuck I, I gave a shit. I gave a shit about it when I was running quiz because that was something else I really enjoyed was when I ran pub quizzes. I, I Me and the guy who I did the podcast with would host them. Uh, and Yeah, and yeah. I I just really loved making them. And it's why I liked, I've enjoyed doing the quiz off stuff because just being able to, you might have this bit of knowledge or you can research this bit of knowledge, but then it's like, but how can I make it? into something how can i make this into a picture how can i like change the way that somebody gets to this answer that's how i start i start with like the answer i'm like what can i do to get there and like some of the ones that i really liked that my friend did was like when we did the marvel quiz there was a round where they had to put things in order so it was like you got given say four of the movies and you had to put them in the order that you thought they were in running time and then you got oh, okay. given four actors slash actresses and you had to put them in order that you think they came in in terms of screen time and then like budget and stuff like that and it, it's it's having that knowledge there like here is the budget for a Marvel movie and then being able to go ah but how can I put this into a thing and yes yeah. That's, I just really, I really enjoy making a quiz, getting those juices flowing. And you know, as well, every time you put like an answer to a question as well, it's always because you were kind of interested in the answer to mm. that question. At some point, it was a question you asked yourself. With the one exception the being when we did a Breaking Bad slash Walking Dead conjoined quiz, I'd watched maybe three episodes of breaking bad at the time and i watched two episodes of walking dead and i didn't like either of them i'm like well dr google is going to get a workout here <laughs> like you have seen them since though i've actually watched all of breaking bad since and okay. i still can't say it's the greatest thing ever my favorite episode of breaking bad was the bottle episode the fly which is ironic given this fucking Thank fly you. that's buzzing around but I, I really liked the episode. Same. Because it can show what how good a bottle episode can be when it's well written. You do realise that is the episode that is undoubtedly hated by all Breaking Bad fans. Like that is yeah. their worst episode. And I agree. I loved it. Yeah. because I love them kind of episodes. Yeah, exactly. Because they've they've got to a point where, like, shit, we just need an episode where we don't use an awful lot of stuff. And it's mm -hmm. that, like just pure thing. I just be like, we need to make the best like dialogue 
an action between two people in a room. And yeah, that's yeah. Like, their episode. Like when it comes, because like, I look at them and like episodes with like, um, of like, because, be, okay, like, uh, have you ever watched Community? Yeah. Okay, so I, I only recently got into that and I've only finished watching it about two weeks ago. Yeah. And I look at all those like random, you know, the episodes where they do like paintballing or like the hot lava mm. on the floor episode. I look at them as the same kind of thing. An episode yeah. doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, but it's just own separate thing. I didn't really mm. buy into him that much, with the exception of like the odd bottle episode, like the fly. I wasn't that much of a fan of them in other things. And I saw how they did it in community. And like, I, I quite like that concept of being able to do that mm. now. Yeah, it is. It, that, like I said, that I think shows whether you've got a good writer or not. Because a good writer, like with, Ke- you know, who Kevin Smith is, right? Yeah, yeah, Kevin Smith, yeah. yeah. I, I like to think his movies, for the most part, are basically just a set of bottle episodes altogether because it's all dialogue pretty much. And that's why, it's, especially his early movies, like, Clerks is the only one I can think of in all honesty. That and Jane Silent Bob that I assume is him as well, because this is from that. Yeah, so you got Clerks, you got that, you got Chasing Amy, uh Mall Rats and Dogma. You need if you're not seen Dogma, you need to see Dogma. That is my favourite Kevin Smith film, which is both like a sort of a critique and a love letter to religion at the same time. <laughs> And it is just, I just think that's, that is his best work personally. But it, it, just the way that he obviously writes, he, like even he said, it's just two people having a conversation, which is why he'll never get hired for a Marvel movie because he can't do like action stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's just. He is, he is a dialogue writer and that's, I, I like that. Same. Know. Like, there's one kind of like bottlenecky kind of like um, episode I want to do for the program we're going to be doing. Mm. Um, that I really want to do a Groundhog Day episode because it's not done enough and it's hard to do. But if you do it right, it could be so good and you can play it ambiguous as well, whether it's actually happening or whether it's just mm. in one person's head. Mm. You know what I mean? There's so many little things you can do about that. I only came up with that idea a few days ago, so I haven't fleshed it out at all. But I think it could be good. If done well. Interesting. Mm. It could be fun. Fuck knows how we're going to do it. Well, I've got a few ideas, not fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there is a few possible methods of getting to the end point. How we get there is a completely different matter. That's, oh, yes. Again, it's, that's, it shows whether you're any good or not. Or if you're getting people to improvise anything, how good they are sort of being their character as well. Yeah, yeah. And un- understanding what they would say in a lot those of my, positions. A lot of my the characters I had for this one, for example, I had ideas in my head, and then depending on the people that have now agreed to do it, they've slightly changed as well. Like, your character slightly changed on what I originally was going to have him as. Okay. Um, Leanne's character was essentially like an amalgamation of two that I put together just more to fit her because... It's Leanne, and it just works perfectly. Some of the stuff she does, you know, yeah. <laughs> like the first scenes between you and her, and it just, it just works so well in my mind. And I've written that out. I'm like, yeah, okay, that could be funny. Okay. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I'm mean, more than anything. I think it's just going to be really fun for us all to get together and just have something like that to do. Yeah. And then, obviously, 
just jizz in a bucket. Well, obviously. How else are you going to end the episode? Or exactly. any epi- how would you end anything other than jizzing in a bucket? Yeah. Literally how we end every night. Yeah. Have you... Um, I try to, and I normally miss. But... Have you written uh, your own song for the intro and outro? <laughs> no. Did I not send you the intro over? Uh, what the? Oh yeah, 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 you did. Yeah, yeah. That's like a that's a concept version, but that yeah. that's the actual song that we've made for it. We've, okay. I'm gonna add a few more bits in. Yeah, but yeah. What would um if you if you had like an ideal like say if you could get a, a commercial song, would, no. What what would you would you would there be anything that you would no want? no no? Or I don't. I hate. I hate with a passion. Sitcoms the start with an actual song. I love oh. The Office intro. I love Parks and Recreation intro. I hate Community's intro, for example. I hate it. What is Community's I intro? I can say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's called a song. I just don't think it works as an intro. I don't like so, that. I like random so things. You also would have liked The English Office because that obviously had uh, handbags and glad rags. Being sung I, by the stereophonics. I only watched the first episode. What? I watched the US one first, and then I started watching the English one because I do love Ricky Gervais. And then I realised every joke is in the first Office US ep- um, pilot episode. So I didn't know if it carries on the same as that. I didn't want it to ruin the US Office for me. Right. Okay. You see, this that was. I think that's where. And a lot of people said this to me because I had this thing where I obviously watched the English Office first, and then I watched the first episode of the US Office. Obviously, it came second. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, of course." This is just Steve Carell doing a pretty bad Ricky Gervais impression, mm-hmm. and everybody just everybody looked and acted very similar to the English version, and I th- it kind of carried on through that first series. Yeah, but Which that first series only like six episodes long as well, though. Yeah, exactly. So, which is why in the second series, I think yeah. people sort of said, "No, you your own characters." Maybe yeah, maybe Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant or whatever. They're like, "No, you your own characters. Don't try and ape what we did anymore." You are Michael Scott. You're not um, David Brent. You. Yeah, it just changed completely. Like even yeah. the look of him, everything about it changed yeah. completely. Like the hair changed, the stuff he was wearing, the way he mm. acted towards people, he became more of a kid rather than a yeah, dickhead. Yeah, and that's why, like, I only watched for the first time, other than watching that first episode, because I remember watching that first episode of the US Office on BBC Two, and just immediately being like, "Nope, not for me." And obviously, that was man, fifteen years ago, maybe about that. Um, yeah, it was nine years old. It went for nine years. The office you yeah. it's been done for a while. Yeah, it's been finished um, for a long while. But I've only watched Parks it. Parks was a spinner for me. So I've only watched it all in the last twelve months. Like that's how recent, and I grew Same. to enjoy it. Um, and yeah, with Community, I only watched that in the past year because I'd seen. I'd seen the first series on all four a few years ago when people were saying good things about it. And I'm like, yeah, it's all right. I watched all the first series. I'm like, yeah, I can take or leave this. Yeah. And then rewatching it again when I'm a bit older and getting into the 
later series or the second, third series. And, and the that's fact when that things got, click. And as we're comedians, we love things comedy, you can't help and read into all that kind of stuff. You still have an appreciation for Chevy Chase. Yeah. Until you read about what it was like in real life, you're like, oh, I don't really like but, Chevy Chase. Do you know what, though? At the same time, everything I heard about how he was before watching Community, watching Community, assuming what I've heard was true, and then really looking into what actually happened. No, he's nothing about what he did was racist, For first of all. None of what he did was racist. Do you actually know what it was, like that racist thing he did, apparently? I, I honestly can't remember. It was, he because he, he does not get on with the um, showrunner, Dan Harmon, the Rick mm. and Morty guy. Um. And basically, he hated the writing. He was always talking about how we're just, you know, taking the piss out of stereotypes and all this and that. And he was mm. like, you're effectively going to make me now say N-word from earlier. You're going to just essentially make me say that. He said the word right. out of context. When you actually listen to what he's saying, he was like, this is so bad and so racist. You may as well just make me say mm. what he said. Which is ironic because he has on live TV said that word before to Richard Pryor in a Saturday Night oh. Live sketch, which still I find amazingly funny when... I've seen that. Oh, I might have to try and find I've, it, but it is... I've, see, I've seen that little feud that they had on... Um, the main uh, bit I saw was him and Richard Pryor on, I think it was Johnny Carson, whatever it was back then, their late night from back then. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen that. But yeah, on this, I think Chevy Chase is playing like a doctor and Richard Pryor comes in with like a problem... And the, he just sort of, uh, it might be, it might be a psychologist or something. I think he just says, like, how do you feel about this word? And he uses like a mild racial one. Yeah. Um, or what would your response be to this or something? And it's like, uh, I won't say the word, but it is something mildly racist. And then Richard mm-hmm. Price is like, honky. And then he says another slightly worse racist word. And then Rich Price says, Honky, honky, and then <laughs> he he says the N word, and then Richard Pryor stares at him and goes, "Dead honky," <laughs> like it just it still just like is brilliant, and that's and I think that's something that a lot of people forget is there's a lot of picking and choosing sometimes when it comes to cancellation stuff. Like, oh yeah, look at Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, like uh, Stuart Lee. I have a DVD wherein he says the N word, uh, like very audibly, but he is saying it in the context of somebody else saying it. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's repeating what somebody else has said to then make fun of that person. And again, if you take that out of context, it would just be in 2004, five, wherever this DVD is from, Stuart Lee said, uh, where I'm from, this person would have been known as a fucking lazy because that was the quote that this person said. Yeah, 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 he was repeating. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if you wanted to, you could probably quite easily get him cancelled. Uh, you'd be like, I, I have proof that Stuart Lee has said racist words. Um, but there are some people who have been rightfully cancelled because they have yeah. been purposely especially now, 
especially now because now it's at a different point where it's like you understand the concept of why just not saying the word like if you're going to quote someone saying it just say n-word it sounds weird to say yeah. because it feels like you're a kid saying the f-word again and stuff like yeah. that you know when the f-word meant fuck and but, um, like i like obviously he is somebody who kind of deserved to be cancelled uh which is louis ck if you know who he is yeah yeah he I'm sure he's got a bit where he said the N-word because it was based around that. Because That's not why he, he got cancelled, though. No, 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 no. It was something much more. That's, that's another one, though. It's a bit ambiguous because he literally asked them if he could masturbate in front of them. That's, no. Do you know, if, you know what this, I mean? If though? this is not somebody who you were like, in some manner of relationship with... No, no, not in a manner of relationship, but I mean, like, in the same... You if you that. if it would be a lot worse to just stand in front of someone, not let them leave the room and start masturbating in front of them, but asking them, and then <laughs> if they say yes, you know what I'm saying though, like, like you, I you're mean, supposed to ask yes. for permission. That's the main thing. Consent, in this consent. case, yes, chlamydia is better than gonorrhea, um, <laughs> but it is still a sexually transmitted disease that you do not want. It's, not, it's uh, to, a weird thing. It's strange for Louis C.K. It was a weird kink. It's strange. It isn't right, but at the yeah. same time, I don't. It, but then what? again, it isn't right. It's literally someone saying this. It's like saying, "Can I kiss you?" They say, "No." You don't kiss them. If I say yes, you kiss them. Can I masturbate in front of but you? No. I, I don't. Like, I won't. At the, but at the same time, you you wouldn't be doing that. Like you. So you know what you I'm saying. You know what somebody, I'm saying. You tend not to go up to somebody who you have very little interaction with, who you are effectively the boss of, and go, can I kiss you? Like, that, you're... Mm, he was mm. really the boss. No, he wasn't the boss of them, no. It's just he was higher in the comedic ranking, you know. If It's that thing, though, of how the comedic power ranking works. It might not be an official thing, but one word from him could send them much further down it like it's a complex issue it's, it's a com not yeah it's not a black and white as people and... like to make it out to be and that's what bothers me about cancer culture a lot of the time oh yeah like... and i've i've made known before that i kind of i am very left-wing i have a hammer and sickle tattooed on my body i'm a communist i forget fuck. what left-wing means uh, so left wing is like uh, essentially wanting to like redistribute the the wealth of all these rich fucking billionaires. Do you know what? I won't even go as far as to like destitute them. I go along with the there is a, a YouTuber who's a video game was a video game reviewer. They're sort of just in the games media now. Um, called Stephanie James Sterling. They they were called James Sterling or Jim Sterling, and they're now transitioning. Uh, okay so they become stephanie uh james sterling i believe uh but their policy is nobody can earn more than 999 million 999 whatever and 99 whatever why do you need a billion of a currency unless it is something you know like a zimbabwean dollar which is worthless <laughs> in the grand scheme of things that's fair enough but like why do you need a billion pounds what does how can a human spend a billion pounds of their own money where it is it is there purely to earn more money basically yeah 
why do you not just have anything actually that you earn just funneled back in to good causes to improve yeah, that'd be the cool. rest of humanity? That'd be cool, like, but it's kind of and, dim, isn't it, really? And you don't become a billionaire by being a good person. So, like... That's probably true. You know, and I will also point out, like, I am also a pretty hardline communist, because quite frankly, if you gave me a gun and Boris Johnson, and he said, if you want to, you can shoot him absolutely scot-free, I'll shoot him <laughs> through the fucking head. I'm not going to lie. The man is human trash. I have no... Oh, but he's a father. Oh, when he got COVID, That doesn't mean anything. When he got fucking COVID... I was one of the people who was like, good, fuck him. I hope he dies. A lot of He's caused like this. That. A lot of people and, were like that. But there were a lot of people, including people I used to work with, who were just like, oh, have some humanity. He literally said he wants your fucking grandma to die. He literally <laughs> said that. Now you want me to have some humanity. No, I'm sorry. He does not give one single flying fuck about you or I, anyone you care about. His yeah. death. Where's Where's my drawing? <laughs> His don't, death will go unmourned. <laughs> don't get me wrong, I em, I do not envy um, the position that he was put in. No, like having to deal with this shit that came out of nowhere. Did oh, a yeah. better job than Trump, still. Oh Jesus Christ! We could have done a better job. Than well, yeah, Trump. we'd have done a much better job. We than could Trump. have <laughs> sat down in a pile of our own shit and done nothing. It would still have worked out better than what Trump did. Yeah, completely agree with you. Uh, I and think... yes, there has been undoubtedly some positives, like through quite a few positive I've, tests. I'd, 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 we, I despise the Tory government, and it might have been one of the things that led to the breakdown of my marriage because she is quite right wing, and I just really couldn't get along with that. So, her family was normally quite right wing as well. But there has been some undoubted positives, but the thing is. Anything good that generally comes out of a government, like a conservative government or a Republican government, isn't because they want to do it. Like gay marriage isn't because they think like, do you know what we need? We need gay marriage because we're sick of the fact that gay people cannot have the same rights. They do, they the do it. Place. They do it because it's being brought to them by people who are powerful or they want to earn votes or... Yeah. People are just being fucking noisy about it. That's why they do it. They don't do it out of any genuine compassion. They oh, do no. it because they think, well, this will shut them up. Or we can make some money off this because that's all they care about. And this is yeah. why I despise being on the left wing at times because the right wing is basically, yeah, we just want to earn as much money as we can. Brown people are shit. There we go. <laughs> that's it. And that will be their little fuck. <laughs> nah, here, here, that is, that is, that is you. Whereas on the left wing, the right wing are the, are the racist ones. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And on the whereas on the left wing, I realise I'm doing it with my wrong hand, but <laughs> but whereas like on the left wing, it's so really as you see with cancel, it's really easy to fucking fractures because you can't have one single view on the left wing. It, say if like Keir Starmer said like, look, we're going to run on the issue of the environment and the economy. I'm not going to run on any basis on anything based on trans rights. A lot of people would then immediately say, I will never vote for you as long as you don't, as long as you're having nothing to do with trans rights. And they don't realise that 
they, this is that is going to be the guy who's probably going to get you anything, and he's not saying he's not doing it. Like he's never going to do it. He's just not running on it now because guess yeah, what? Not one of his. You ain't getting. You ain't getting fucking elected because you want to stick up for trans rights. It is. It's needed. Like mm. you absolutely should support trans rights, but. If you're gonna, it's not like a big topic issue that yeah. most of the yeah um, population will gravitate to. Yeah, and that's it. That's what you need to do because, unfortunately, people in mass they're fucking dumb. They're <laughs> fucking dumb. We yeah, we're all fucking dumb. The yeah. smartest person's dumb because you can know loads about one thing, but then there are so many things you just don't know about. Oh, we just have no even conception of, like you know, common sense. The smartest people I know tend to be the dumbest. Oh, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like my my uncle has a, a doctorate. He's a doctor of physics, and there was like I remember there being a board game that he couldn't figure out, and I was like, "Are, are you kidding? This this is remarkably simple. Why don't you understand this concept? You you have a doctorate." Oh, um, very smart people come across as very dumb. That's it. And it's because it's exactly like you say, it's because they have they have this sole focus on sort of one thing. So they're like I, I it, it, it be, be, it's best, not autism, of that. but it's that same thing where you have this yeah, layers yeah, of yeah. focused yeah, exactly. single mindedness. Best example to describe it is best example to describe it is I am an idiot, <laughs> as you know. <laughs> but I have an IQ of 131, apparently. Oh, wow. I imagine that's probably higher than mine, if I was like an IQ it, it, It's very high, apparently. Mm. Like, top 1% kind of genius thing. But that just means... It can mean, like, a very, like, different level of things, basically. Yeah, and that's it. And, like, an IQ test is, generally speaking, three things it tests you on, which is number recognition, word recognition, and pattern recognition. Like that, yeah. and logic logic's my wheel wheel health yeah. and like so you can't human experience is based on an awful lot more than that like you could have an you know you could have an iq of 173 but if you you know your tire on your car explodes and you don't know how to put a new tire <laughs> yeah, on guess what you're a dumb motherfucker in that situation <laughs> you're going to the guy in the dirty overalls who can barely string a sentence together, because guess what? He knows how to put a fucking tire on that, mm. and you don't, you thick prick. And, and a, lot, a lot of these smart people as well will do one test and then get a really good grade and then be afraid to do it again for another, like, 12 years or something because mm. they're like, well, I know I've taken a lot of drugs since then, and it's going to have gone down substantially, and I may not be talking about anyone else other than me right now. Yeah, weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, weird. Uh, we'll, we'll do that when we do quiz off live, shall we? We'll do a group IQ test, see who comes yeah. out on top. My internet might suddenly die at that point. Don't yeah, it is. Uh, but yeah, it is. That is the thing. Like, and I've always, I remember when I was in first school, um, because we have, when I was young, we had first school, middle school, and upper school. So, are oh, you one of those places I like to think there was in America? Okay. Yeah, basically, it, that doesn't exist anymore. There's, it's now just a primary and a upper school i guess um still not the normal way most people call it secondary in england secondary sorry like i, I can i don't know i just call it upper school because that's what we used to call it but yeah a lot of places do they've started taking on a lot of the american traditions now even more so do graduations and over here for like, <sighs> my kids who are in junior school still 
I couldn't. I just fucking couldn't. It was. I didn't want the prom that we had. <laughs> I was like, this is a bit much. Can we not all just go to the fucking pub? I thought the bar? same thing as well, especially considering I went to a boys' school. Oh God! And I we mean, we had an interview dance. Uh, like yeah, it just like it was a girls' school down the road. That's what they did because even back then it was oh, yeah. pushing the two genders together because yeah, it's and that's how the first baby Hingen was born. <laughs> <laughs> One drunken dalliance across the dance floor, across the dance floor. Jesus, you've a good shot. Or <laughs> <laughs> really bad one. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was aiming for I was, her. I was aiming for the window. <laughs> yeah. Ricocheted all over the place, like a happy Gilmore crazy yeah. golf at the end. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I hated that, and I couldn't... Like, when people do... Like, I know someone someone who's given birth this year who I went to school with and who I had my first date with. And Maybe I'm kind of glad I dodged that bullet because she did a fucking gender reveal. And it's like... Don't you fuck, don't you don't you do this shit. Don't you fucking... like a gender reveal for a baby or something, or yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not for herself. Like, ah, I know I'm 33. <laughs> Guess what? I'm a female. Oh, well done. Okay. Well, there's like a hundred genders to choose from nowadays, man. So you've got plenty of choice. Well, yeah. But where was I? Um bad American things. Uh oh yeah, so I remember being told in first school meandering off topic i remember being told in first school um somebody in like we were going around and saying telling the teacher what we wanted to be when we grow up and i when i was little i wanted to be a paleontologist i was mad mad into dinosaurs like stupid and someone else said they wanted to be a mechanic and I remember her saying, like, oh, no, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do manual labor. <laughs> you want to be a lawyer or a doctor or something. You don't want to do manual labor. And... It's in your accent, I can imagine. <laughs> but just ever since then, I've always had this thing, like, why why wouldn't you? Like, the, the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. You need everybody has a function within society and not and everybody... Because... Can be a doctor, or a yeah, and because back then the idea of you know, like they were trying to plow into you, and they still, oh, I say, I assume they still do it now, but I remember being in school, they really plowed the idea of like you know, going off and going as far as you can in education, you know, like college yeah. and then university. And yeah, it's just not mm. the kind of thing that everyone wants to do. And like, I don't even mm. think it's the case, I think most people can do most things if they want to do it, they can do it. Oh, yeah. I imagine so, to, at least to some degree. Hmm. And like, so obviously, I being a little bit older than you, so I was kind of going into school just as Margaret Thatcher was coming out. And obviously, that was the big thing was like manual labor. We're getting rid of that. That's going to China. That's, that's going to age. India. That that right. statement right there is what has shown your age now. All right, calm down. <laughs> I'm not the I'm one that needs to calm end. down. I'm not the one that needs to take my vitamins and shit, man. You know what I mean? I, I'm not going to lie. In the morning, I take a vitamin tablet. I take a cod liver oil tablet. <laughs> and I take a vitamin D tablet as well. As well as my antibiotic, obviously. That's fair enough. Yeah. I take plenty of natural herbs as well. Yeah, weird. <laughs> um, 
what the fuck was I saying? Right, back into Margaret Thatcher. So Margaret <laughs> Thatcher left in 91. We're going to get back about... into Margaret Thatcher. When were you there the first time? Oh, here we fucking go. We fucking I mean, that would be a good story, to be honest with you. Wouldn't it? Crawling inside Margaret Thatcher as a young boy. Do you mean to get through those iron gates? <laughs> oh, the, iron, it... the literal iron curtain. Yeah. I imagine that's where that comes from. Uh... It's the only thing that makes sense to me. Margaret Thatcher, to be honest, sounds like exactly the, the epitome of the kind of person that would have a legitimate chastity belt. She would, but she'd also be like a dominatrix. Like, and you'd have to pay a toll as well for it. Yeah, she would definitely be into pegging, I reckon. That's what she would have been into. Like, she would have, she'd have hated, and I think she probably did, because I did a little bit of studying about her for a degree that I didn't finish. Uh, but... <laughs> that she sort of hated other women. So I reckon she probably hated having a vagina. So I reckon she was definitely a pegger. Um, right. Back to my story. Um, <laughs> what a pegger is again now, in all honesty. <laughs> pegging. Pegging. Oh, woman... strap on. Yes, there we go. Or a woman asserts dominance. <laughs> uh, so, I also yeah. kind of want to know what was the thing that you, um, the degree that you failed or something. But carry on with the Margaret. Oh Thatcher. no, I didn't fail. I was just, I was doing a master's degree in history. Um, oh, cool. That's what's, that's what my degree is in. It's a history degree, and my final year dissertation was on. Um, oh hell, what did I call it? I have my ex actually got me a. Uh, a self-published book printed with it. I can't remember what it was now. But it's basically heavy metal, 1979 to 1997. Um, I can't remember the full title now. Oh, The Birth of Heavy Metal, I think, maybe. Okay. Uh, something like that. But basically no, no, it was, it was, from history, but okay. That's because history can be anything, man. Anything See, past is history. I, I decided I wanted to do history and theology if I was going to go to university. I was like, fuck media. I love media, but I don't need to go to college, university to get any further with that. But then I really wanted to do that in university, and I was like, what the fuck kind of job am I going to get from putting myself into debt doing doing that? What, what am I going to get yeah. from that? Yeah, you don't get anything, bro. No, <laughs> you exactly. don't get nothing. I don't but... want to teach people, because fuck other people. Yeah. No, I'm not going to lie, though. Sometimes I look at teachers' salaries, and I think, fucking hell, I wish I'd gone into teaching now. I think it's summer <sighs> off. Yeah. But I... Holy see, person I did... in the classroom as well. I did. <laughs> I did that. Great as... for you. Yeah. I did that. I don't know if you know if you're short, but you know, I haven't actually seen you in person, I don't think yeah. yet. But I don't um, know. I'm just, I think I'm just a scooch from the six foot last, last time I was measured anyway. Okay, five foot taller me in that case then. All well, right, same then. Yeah. So I did, yeah, I did like the heavy metal stuff as my final year dissertation. And then I was going to carry it on and I was doing heavy metal. Um, so I think it tells us something like I, I still have this somewhere saved, but I think it's like heavy metal, heavy metal and the new right, um, like a contrast between America and Britain, um, particularly in the 80s, because in the 80s you had Margaret Thatcher over here <clears throat> and you had Ronald Reagan in America, and they were very similar. Uh, they got they got on really well, but they were both very similar in their sort of ideologies and the way that they worked and thought. But in America, you obviously got uh, like you got your Motley Crue, 
you've got your, your glam metal yeah, and glam rock, yeah. you also got like uh, thrash metal. You had Metallica and Slayer and Megadeth and everybody coming out. And you had like... And the more 90s. No, no, they started in... They started, I know Metallica, yeah, about, but... No, they all started about 81-ish, uh, between sort of 81 to 84 is when you have that, that big thrash rising. Is and that the of, big four you always hear about? Yeah, so the, your big yeah. four, you've got your Slayer, Megadeth, Anthrax, and Metallica. Um, yeah. I've seen like three of them. Didn't give a shit when I saw them either. Oh, my God. I would have I would have loved to see the big four concerts. Even I think I left really... you in Metallica, actually. Oh, As a download, I was very high. I just didn't uh, give a shit, to be honest, about them. No, nah, I love Metallica, man. But maybe, so maybe you, we'll... had, you had them over there, and you had, like, that was obviously the biggest thing. I mean, obviously, I had you know stuff like Michael Jackson pop was still very big, yeah, yeah. But MTV was kind of really based around like the girls, girls, girls video and stuff, and you had this big wave of metal on, which stemmed from like New York and San Francisco, California, uh, and just kind of coming together. Whereas over here, you got fireworks going off. Of the drugs yeah, you can coming. hear that. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> You've either got a really good microphone or those are really close. They're not that close, to be fair. It's not, well, it is a good microphone. Yeah. Um, whereas over here, you didn't really have a big metal scene in the 80s. Everybody kind of left because you had, back end of the 70s, you, you had like your Iron Maiden, your Judas Priest, Saxon coming out. But then they all kind of, they didn't, it wasn't very big over here comparatively. They had to go over to America to come big. Yeah, we had like we, Black Sabbath were like some of the bigger ones over here, weren't they? Well, even there, Metal. like they were, they were big. Obviously, they, Sabbath started in 70 and they were pretty much the only metal band for quite a while, which can and be it, contested if you, like, if you really look into it, there's a lot of. Yeah, that's why, like, the Midlands, where I am, always gets, like, referred to as the birth of metal because yeah. of Black Sabbath and stuff. Oh, yeah, I went to a, there was, like, a full two-day, I think it was, two-day set of, uh, like, seminars that were down there, which was all about heavy metal. Uh, it was in Wolverhampton. And, yeah, that was, that was probably the best thing that I did during my master's course, going down there just, for, like, two days and just having, and... Won a heavy metal pub quiz. Because eh, I fucking win. I win. That's what <laughs> I do. Are you um, writing a dissertation on it? I hope you would win. Oh, no. I, like, these were people who were like, they were professors and shit there. And these are people who were like, they were both learned and also metal people. Um, I'm so glad I managed to let them all down by not finishing my degree. <laughs> but yeah. So you had that where and like the the metal that started it here in the eighties was more like it was really like grindcore. So like you had like Napalm Death and stuff, oh, which yeah, was just yeah. that horrible. I can't stand it. That like horrible guttural music. Yeah, and, I'm not a fan either. I love my metal, was, love rock. Yeah, don't like the sound of, when they're singing. It just has got fucking cough. It's like you just need to get a little fucking hate that. Hate that so much. It's good that it's finally getting past that now with the kind of music we have now. Even the really heavy shit has got some actual level of singing in it, mm. some harmonization. I don't mind it when it's mixed like a kill switch engage. Yeah. I, that That's I really different. like. 
That's not. Lust. I wouldn't even call that metal most of the time. It feels like hard rock to me more than anything. Oh, oh. oh. Not kill switch. Uh, this I, is this is the problem that uh, heavy metal also like the left. Jesus Christ, heavy metal. The amount of people like that's not metal. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Which is why I was kind of working in theory. A lot of people have tried to make a definitive thing of like, well, what is classed as metal? And it'll never work because you'll always have dickheads like, that's not metal. It's because metal's got too many subgenres as well now. And like death oh, metal it's... and doom metal get lumped in as metal now. It is like, all. You know, like new metal actually... as well. I like new yeah. metal. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, when you actually research, like, the tree of metal, Jesus Christ, there's just so many. And that was part of what I would have had to do because you have to write anything like that that you write, you have to write as if you're writing for an idiot. So <laughs> I would have literally had to do footnotes if I'd have said, like, System of a Down, remember the cluster's new metal. And then after a footnote, like, new metal generally is this and yeah. it would have just oh. feel weird like almost like they originally kind of started off with like a mix between rap and metal but then you have yeah. bands like Slipknot who are apparently the starters of new metal but that doesn't sound like what new metal became yeah it is really weird because there was rap metal like that's what i yeah. i class rage against machine as that and you had uh body oh. count with ice t well you wouldn't class rage, rage is machine. not rage is not metal You'd oh, wow, it's just not. Oh, I mean, the, the lead guitarist oh. doesn't even class himself as a guitarist, he classes himself as a DJ. Well, that's Tom Morello, though, isn't it? <laughs> like... That's the main thing, though. And it's very, um, like I love playing along to rap music and stuff, mm. um, but that's got the same kind of feel to it as well. But it does have a lot, it's, it's once again, I'd class it as rock, like kind of like a weird. Mm alternative funk rock. No, not even funk rock. I don't know. But this, this, now music, it metal. this is why music's so hard. A lot of music can't really be categorised very no. easily. Like, good bands generally can't be in it, or sometimes shit bands as well. <laughs> but it is, You'll hate that about the... another band I've got to see, like, um, at the front, like, right up front row, Rage Against the Machine. It was amazing. Oh, so man, good. when. Good. Like 2009 when they did their reunion finger download, it was so good, mm, oh, so my. fucking good. Oh, good. I think uh, to be fair, I've never been to a bad gig, so I've been quite lucky. Even the last gig I went to was a band called Ghost. If you've heard of them, I have heard um, of them, and they are metal. Like a lot of people said, they're not metal. They are metal, but it's just because they've got a bit lighter and. I like the way, it, like, it kind of infuses disco into metal. I'm sorry, I'm fucking about that. There's some fucking bops. I might send you one because <laughs> gets me funky. If I'm down there and we're in a club and Ghost comes on, I'm fucking <laughs> dancing that shit. But like, they had to opening acts who weren't particularly great, but I still wouldn't class it as a bad gig. And like, I've seen Ghost yeah. twice. I fucking love them. It doesn't really matter if your opinion acts aren't that great anyway. If the main act is okay, then you're good. Yeah. That's all you really came to see. It's when this, like the second opening act, it it's a bit like if a comedian came on, like an opening act, and we're just like, I know you're only here to see the person at the end, so I'm not even really going to try that hard. That's basically what they said. It's like, we all know that you're here to see the guys in the first pen, so 
we're just going to do what we can. And I was like, wow, fucking hell, you've given up before you even started. <laughs> well, I think they must have had like a bad gig or a bad reception like the night before or something. Cause this was it like, doesn't matter. You shouldn't let that get to you anyway. Maybe they were just wasted or at the end of a trip. Maybe, maybe they were shit. For no reason. They were like, a, they were basically like a prog metal band. They just had like, they were like, they barely had lyrics. They had songs that went on for like seven minutes. You're like, yeah, it's a bit, this is a bit much. Like, nah, I don't know who you are. Your songs yeah. aren't catchy. There's a lot of drone going on. Yeah. Have you ever had like when um, a random surprise would just pop up at a gig? What, like uh, a song that you're like, oh, well, shit, No, no, no. Like, um, I remember once, like, oh, I don't know, it's probably like 10 years ago now, or when Blink did their tour. I love Blink-182 as well. Mm. Um, but all of that kind of pop-punk music I love all yeah. that summer, 90s, it's great. Um, and I got, oh, actually, by the um, person I was with at the time, bought me tickets, so I didn't tell me. Got everything arranged, got my mate aware of it, and that's, and he was going with me. And nice. just didn't tell me till like the day before, you know. So I was yeah. suddenly the day before, I was like, I'm going to see Blink tomorrow. At the f- really? Uh, and I got there, there was, I can't remember who it was. There was some other band on first that I kind of liked. And then we were waiting to Blink to come on. And all of a sudden, they're like, we got a random surprise for you. And all of a sudden, it just popped up on the screen, all American rejects. And then they were there just randomly. Oh, wow. cool. it did like a proper like, half an hour set. And it was just, I fucking love all American rejects too. <laughs> that was probably my favorite ever, like, gig that i've been to and that was just them as well rather than the festival oh nice no i've not had that the the gig that i was most surprised by that i that everybody did quite well was um uh have you heard of all time low yeah yep yeah uh so my my ex was really into them they're uh, good and so we got tickets to go see him and their support was uh, a band called Oh, oh, yeah, he did it. Oh, he did it. Oh, no, he's just knackered. He's just knackering his bedside table. Oh, it's fucked uh, already. Yeah. Um, so one of the support acts was called uh, Against the Current, if you've heard of them. I haven't heard of them, no. They're like a female-fronted kind of rock band. They're quite good. They did a very good cover of uh, Uptown Funk. Oh, okay. And so they were really good. And then the second support act, it was like the first gig back in the UK in like a decade. It was Good Charlotte. And oh, wow. They were like really good. They literally just did all the hits and stuff, but they were really good. And I was also really amused that the couple in front of us, once Good Charlotte finished, got up and walked out. Like, <laughs> they're going to say the all time low shit. I came here to see Good Charlotte. Uh, which, to be fair, know, it's kind of crazy that Good Charlotte would be supporting anyone, especially once they're at a more later on point, you know, like when it. they're coming I think, back. I think it is because they've been out of the game so yeah, yeah. long. And just playing the classics. Yeah. Uh, still it was, does. It was, it was basically like just getting them back into like a music mode, I think. But yeah, they were really good. And then All Time Low came on. I was never a big All Time Low fan. You know, they got some catchy songs. But they yeah. were really good. Although... Everything D. Maria, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their yeah. um, the lead guitarist was a little bit concerning. He's <laughs> just like, because like the primary audience for all time low, especially at the time, was like fifteen Younger. year old girls. Yeah. That would um, show why they would have Good Charlotte as actually as their um, supporting, because a lot of them might not know Good Charlotte because they're too young. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then, like when the lead guitarist, it was obviously a few beers deep, was just like. We fucking love British <laughs> pussy. 
And the lead singer was like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, the lead, the lead singer was like, yeah, yeah, Ian. Is that because up. it's is that because the age of consent is younger over here? Is that mm. why you love league uh, in maybe? Britain? <laughs> but yeah, he ended up having his microphone turned off because <laughs> yeah, leading is like no more, no more, no more <laughs> words for him. No, 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 no. I understand that. When I was in my main band in the past, I wasn't allowed a live mic. I just wasn't oh, allowed God. one. That's what made me want to get into like having my own mic, and then I found I like talking on a mic. It's fun. Yeah, you did the Billy Connolly thing, where it's like, do you know what? I'm not. Maybe I don't want to do music. Maybe I want to stand up here and talk. And maybe, <laughs> maybe I want to say all the horrible things that are on my mind. And oh, people seem to laugh at that. That's that's weird. Music's great to fair. Music's like it's just a whole different kind of thing. I really want to get back in and do some more gigs and that music because it's just it is really fun. But it's just a completely different thing, especially for me as a drummer at the back. Yeah. You know, you just can't get involved. Like, do do you do any kind of like? Do you play anything or? <sighs> no, I I. <laughs> I've got three guitars and a bass, but I've only <laughs> ever like done tab stuff. Like I, there was a point where I was getting okay. Like I knew a few chords, but like I couldn't. I've got a guitar here with me, but like I couldn't. I couldn't like I couldn't jam. do like a backing black or anything right now. Like I've never been to that. I've never been like a jamming standard really. But I was. I have Do always wanted. I finished. To... So go ahead. I was going to say, I've always sort of wanted to try and do music, just even in some way, like, just because it's one of the things, it's just another form of expression. I think that exactly, when, yeah. if you are someone like us, it was like, we want to we want to express ourselves, but also entertain people. Like, I, I like making people feel good. That's yeah. just, it's really nice, you know, when you've, it's nice for you. It's nice for them. Yeah. Any, any comedian that says they just do it for them, like Sorry, you don't just—that's my, just, my that's one of your taking my pill. Um, <laughs> oh, you're antibiotic. Yeah. Yes. Don't <laughs> worry. It can, it can take part. It can take place any time after now. I have had sufficient time since food that I may have my antibiotic. Well, I think yeah. I think it's okay to take an antibiotic on camera. I think it's yeah. okay. I think we can get by. Oh. I think I think it's legal. I hope Wait, it's legal. Let me go grab my precious pill. You go and grab your precious pill. <laughs> See, normally when I say I'm going to grab my precious pill on a podcast, I get told not to. I get told. Yeah. Blister packed for your freshness. 500 <laughs> milligram. Which of, one did you get put on? Flucloxacillin. Uh, yeah. That's one I actually. Like, I, I, I'm one of those people. I will go as far. <laughs> they had a fucking beastie things, yeah. Oh, fucking hell, this smell. I kind of like that that taste of the the plasticky kind of capsule thing. Nah, can't be. That's not a thing. I, I don't like taking because you've got to. I'm weird. See, I, I think it's just you as a drug taking has made me just kind of enjoy the taste mm. of many things that I shouldn't enjoy. <laughs> I say that I like. I always made this point. Like, I used to take so many more drugs back in the day. Like I, I, I just wouldn't now. Like this, I think the only you realize as you get older, it's fun to do as you're younger. Now I'm like thirty. I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's just I don't want to do it most of the time. Yeah, it's not worth it as well because it takes days to recover. Yeah, that's. I've never. I never really got into the drug scene. I did. I, you know, I smoked my fair share of weed, but. 
I just never wanted to do any of the other drugs. They just seemed like they just fucked about with you too much. When, like, when you'd hear like, oh, but the come down's bad. I'm like, well, why do I want that then? Exactly, yeah. Why do I want something that's going to be like, when weed, generally speaking, depending on the strain, will just be like, yeah, you're all right. There you go. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. They're fucking fun. Some of them, <laughs> some of them, not so much. Some of them are fucking amazing. But then you, you get to the point and you think, oh, yeah, these are good. And you take them too much. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I can take loads of me and bomb it when I'm at a festival. It'll be absolutely fine. And then you trip out in a sea of people. You realize why drugs aren't great all the time. You <laughs> learn very fast, trust me. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to get that little story. I know I've told you before, like, onto a, um, um, trying to figure out how to put it into a bit to do on stage, you know. Mm, mm. And every time I've tried to do it so far, it just ends up in like, which well, is very early, like when doing things. So like you don't know where to go with it because it just sounds like at one point you're like, I just sound like I'm just a terrible person right now. <laughs> Not yeah. a terrible person, but you, more sympathetic than, no, it's funny. It was generally funny now. Yeah. At the time, scary as hell. Now, yeah. hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's, there's definitely a way of doing it. Oh, it's about how you. It's going to be more about delivery than anything else, really, isn't it? Just knowing the end is what I've yeah. figured out from talking to people that have seen me do it. Yeah. I think I know where I'm going with it for the future stuff, but yeah, uh, yeah, I've never. I, the worst thing that's happened to me on drugs is I ordered and ate a bolognese pizza. That was the worst thing because that was. I was just, I was at that stage where like this, I know this tastes like shit, but God damn, I want to eat it. And I bet you kind of enjoyed it though. I mean, I enjoyed that it was food. Like my, because of the drugs? My, yeah, my taste receptors were still working and my head was going, this is horrible. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> you know this, don't you? I, I Wait, do, what drugs was it? That was literally just, I think it was some strain of weed. I don't know how the strength, whatever of it. Uh, so was. you enjoyed it. You always kind of, whatever you're eating when you're high, even if you know it doesn't taste good, you still enjoy it. Yeah, that's it. But we, um, <laughs> the, the vast majority of the times I smoked weed, we smoked it through a Pepsi can with holes <laughs> jabbed in by a compass. Why? We were Why? doing it. We were doing it <laughs> urban style. Yeah, that's the urban style. Yeah, literally just... <laughs> Why, though? Why were you doing it like that? That was just... They didn't have a bong or anything. Um, they didn't have any wrapping papers. This... Like I said, this is... Because I've not done it a great deal. But I've done wait, it. So wait, wait, so you didn't make a spliff? I ha Like, I have... Spliffs have been made, but on no, like no, no, no. But first... I mean, like the beer can thing, though. You didn't make a spliff. You just kind of had like a bucket thing. Like the... I don't know. Had like a pipe like thing. You... It, effectively, if you, so, the can we we jabbed holes in it with a, a compass, as in like a, for drawing, not a north south east yeah. west. Um, and that obviously didn't. So that's different levels. It's a different levels of the schools that we went to because I know compasses because <laughs> they were the thing that people used to chase you around and trying yeah. to stab you with. I fucking knew someone who tried to stab you with a compass. I bet you've oh. been stabbed with a compass more than once. I'm pretty sure I have. I don't remember any time. I'm pretty everyone did at some point. Yeah. Yeah. That, and instead of paper balls, we had flaming paper balls. No lie. Oh we had my flaming Christ. paper balls being thrown at people in class. It was a boys' school. Yeah. Did you ever have the, I think it was strips of magnesium? Hey, trust um, us with that. What are you talking about? Uh, well, that was, <laughs> no. Well, which is why I wondered <laughs> if you're setting paper on fire, whether it be like, 
here is highly flammable magnesium. We used to have was... gas. There used to be gas. Um, oh, the gas like, taps. Yeah, on the, um, burners. in the science classes. They yeah. went away so quickly. They were there in year seven. I don't remember them being year, there in year eight. And if I they were, they weren't. I live. can absolutely imagine you just like, there we go. <laughs> I made flamethrower. <laughs> just this close from blowing the entire school up. <laughs> <laughs> there was some uh, we used to have like so much PE running so I used to spend so much time like in this big like PE kind of um cupboard thing that they had where they kept everything and it was just never locked and loads of us knew this so naturally that would be the place you'd go to to fight and to, to wrestle and to do shit yeah. like that. I yeah. fucked up my coccyx to once like plowing someone through something, go flying through the um the mat, and I didn't realise the mat was away from the wall, and flying down the edge of it. And landed with my ass, like with um, a big metal tube, like up, not up my ass. Sorry, that's, didn't break me in that way. Across okay. my ass. Okay. It's like buns going in like that, you know. No judgment. No judgment here. Don't worry. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. You no, know, makes your butt buoyant. School was very fun, in all honesty. Yeah. School was a lot <laughs> because it was fucking crazy. Yeah, and I do remember in uh, again in middle school so like so the way that we had it obviously three schools uh first school middle school upper school so first school was years one to four so uh, five six seven eight and then middle school was meant to be um like junior five six years five six seven and eight so then that would be yeah um what uh nine ten 11 12 basically and then your yeah. upper school was your last sort of three years of school and then any, oh every six form stuff uh, oh okay yeah so that's how that's how ours used to be structured oh, oh, yeah, it's, it's changed now different. yeah yeah for, even for me it was um it was like i can't remember because i changed school in between in year four mm. yeah it was year four but the school i left from um, year three was a cutoff point to go then to junior school. So I just joined junior school at the school I was leaving. But the school I went to, that was still the other way around. Basically, I left in, in like junior school, but got put back into infant school and then had to go the next year up. Oh. Still way around than what I was saying originally. Yeah. So but, then, um, and so then we then had you... five years of secondary school, year seven to 11. Hmm. So, all right. Yeah. So you. You that's where you finished off, basically. That's where you where, yeah, 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 because 12 and 13s, um, some 13s, yeah, six on, yeah, so yeah, yeah that's yeah, where yeah. you finished, yeah, um, yeah, ours was structured weird, but now I think it is basically the same as that, where it's like years one to one to five in the primary school. And then six to eleven in the secondary school, I think, or it might be one to six, and then seven to eleven. Yeah, it's it's definitely year six is junior now because I know that because my oldest is just finished year five and he's going into year six, and it's uh, so strange because he's getting ready now for secondary school, and I remember what secondary school was like. It's such a culture shock. You go from being mummy cuddled and all that, you know, like oh yeah, things are fine, all that. You go to secondary school, shit's fucking crazy. Yeah, people are crazy when you're around people who are like 16 and feel like the 15 foot tall and they're like the first day it's like do you know what porn is uh, <laughs> 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 what's happening 
Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't. I don't even envy kids these days. I, I can't say I'd want to be a kid nowadays. Uh, I no, I wouldn't want to be a kid. But I kind of, I'm a geek. I like learning. So any opportunity to learn shit, mm. I, I kind of enjoy. But you know what though? I've realised we've gone two hours and we haven't even talked about wrestling yet. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna because I'm a pretty. I'm gonna run on fumes pretty soon. I'm gonna need bed. <laughs> But we can talk about wrestling another time. We can yeah, rope yeah. in Stuart if we need to. Um, not That'd be a good idea, yeah. Not Daniel, because he's in the Bahamas. The Barbados. Yeah. yeah. This is more of an in-your-house, you know, it's more of a random chat. We were going to get on to wrestling. I assumed we'd gone to wrestling quite quickly, to be yeah, fair. We, it's did, just not we, we did broach briefly. We just, <laughs> ever so delicately, I touched on the topic, and then we just diverged away. But that's fine. Nobody... A, nobody's fucking listening or watching this anyway. B, if they are, they're not going to do it for the wrestling. So, well, yeah, in all fairness, that's why I was going to leave it to the end anyway. Yeah, I generally try to. Yeah, I do. Uh, I just, I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't want to be a kid nowadays, just because I think it is. It feels like it's really tough to be a kid nowadays because there was, you know, peer pressure when we were young. I mean, despite the four-ish, three, well, three and a half year age difference. We're of a, that is a fairly similar age. Yeah, it is. And, you know, yeah, we had the peer pressure, but it wasn't as rampant as it was now where it is expected to have so many high value things and such advanced things so young. That's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that, like, for me as a parent anyway, like, I think that's, like, kind of our job to instill into our, like, kids. Now, I I tell other boys all the time, it's like, you know, like, just a general kind of thing is, like, you'll get told, like, especially my older one now getting into the point that he's getting to, like, you'll get told a lot of things about how you have to do this thing a certain way. Mm. And some of it's true, yeah, but at the same time, just remember, like, you know, you can do what you want to do like in regards to you know like what you do after school what you do and like there's no rush on that just it there's too much pressure put on it to like try and figure out what you want to do as a kid like no one ever yeah. knows what you want to do as a kid i didn't know yeah. what i wanted to do five years ago i still don't know what the fuck i want to do i'm 34 i don't want to do the job <laughs> i'm in i know that but i need to you know i don't even necessarily think i'd want to do comedy as my job I do hmm. comedy as a sort of as a hobby almost. If I could earn a living from it, cool, I guess. But it just seems to actually do comedy as a job seems like a lot of hassle. Like, yeah, yeah. And you know, you do have to have that because there's there's times all the time, even at our level, where it's like I don't want to be creative. I can't bother thinking of a new joke. I give a fuck. And but when you're like a proper comedian and you got to be on all the time you got to be cycling through stuff and but they're repeating creating... the same thing a lot of the time though, aren't they yeah. for a large portion and then having to basically create a new thing for the next year yeah it, like, it's, it is a lot of work kind um, of fun work though oh yeah like you know it beats going down the mine but <laughs> yeah at the same time like i said i don't, uh, I don't think but i would really want to be i think that's... i would like to if i was going to involve in comedy i would like to do it kind of like uh vic and bob uh, and doing things like a shooting stars or like what we do because that that is a side of things i really enjoy or uh, being like a host or something 
I've I've found I quite enjoy that. Like when I yeah. did a thing that was never really properly released uh, for uh, a wrestling channel, and be like reading an auto cue, I found I was all right with. Like I thought I'd really kind of falter, but I think I personally I think I did all right with it. I might send you the video because I don't think I've ever sent you it. Um, okay. And it is it's from like three or four years ago now, but I think it's just an idea. I think I think a lot of us like pigeonhole ourselves as like when we say comedian, it's like well we just have to be comedian, but really it's just yeah. working in like like you were saying earlier, like performing, working at the public eye and ask, like don't get me wrong, I, I kind of hate the public most of the time, yeah. but I like doing things in front of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's like I think for creative people as well, I think it really helps having your fingers in a few different pies so that mm-hmm. you can when you're sick of one, you can move to the other and jump around in and that's how I try and do it anyway, because yeah. as soon as you're doing one thing, it's like you can just hit a block and you've got something else to move to, you do that and then as soon as you finish doing that, it generally opens your mind and you figure something else while you're doing it. But the other thing mm. and that's again kind of going back to i think what we were originally talking about um but that's why i wanted to do like the quiz thing as my act because look there's a lot of straight white bald guys with beards out there who are (laughs) doing dick jokes like i could just be another one or i can try and be different and i can try and do something that i also am entertained by i'm entertained by dick jokes i love dick jokes amazing things we're all children oh god yes Poo poo pee pee. <laughs> but just to be able to, I just like the idea of inverting things and just bring a different slant. And th- this is a problem that is, I don't know if it's rife in comedy, but I've definitely seen it where people have a very restrictive view of like, here is what comedy is. Yeah. And yeah. this is what I want. This is what I expect of you. Uh, and it's like, oh, nah, I just, I'll do, do the stuff, I'll do the waffle. I've not come here with any kind of game plan. I'm just going to talk. It's very true. People get very snobby with things as well. Certain mm. types of comedy as well. Like I love stupid, cheap stuff sometimes. Like some programs that you watch, and you know what they are. Like Mrs. Brown's Boys, for example. So many comedians and that rag on that because like, oh, I was cheap and that. But it's fucking hilarious when you watch it. Like, however cheap it is, yeah, it's cheap, but it's still funny. Whilst I cannot agree with you, about finding about finding it funny um yeah i i do agree that like people say the the thing is yeah but that's it the thing is and it's unfortunately it is the same with right-wing comedians like jim davidson Roy cherry brown believe it or not if they weren't funny then they wouldn't be there people do find them amusing people do find something to like about them and that means they are comedians and they are funny. These things are funny. They're just not funny to you. And don't assume and... that when someone's saying a joke, that's actually their opinion. I have so many jokes or so many things I say that I in no way believe. Completely yeah. the opposite normally. But it's funny. It's just yeah. funny to say it. You're, you're... What? The vast majority of us, when we're doing that, we're, we are a character. We're exactly. not really us. You know, we're not really, you know, we don't really imagine that the piss sample that we are giving out is going to be taken away to the lab and it will be smelled and quaffed like wine, which was what one of the acts, 
well, sort of one of the act bits you know, from the that doesn't happen to me from the last we'll gig. Yeah, <laughs> that was like one of the act bits from the last gig, and obviously that's not what she really thinks. It's just a spin-off of like, what if? And I mean, I say that I rag on Russell Howard because that is one third of his entire set. Half of it is, yeah, I'm not. What if? Or can you imagine? Another third of it is just something in a Bristol accent. And then another third of it is just him pretending to be his dad. Like, that. I, just, <laughs> I never liked, I never got on with Russell Howard. I would glad, I'm very glad that Frankie Bell never liked him. I, I'm, I agree. I've never been a huge fan of him. And the, the kind of way he does it, like, it, that's to me is like the epitome of like cheap comedy is when you, you, you have to like put a video on or something like when he's doing his um was howard's good news or whatever it's called mm. you have to put a video on to show something and then just make a little comment after yeah like it's fun to do with your friends it's not really what you should be using as well not what you should be using but to me that's just like it's a bit easy it's a bit mm. cheap anyone can comment on something but but that's just it like again if it didn't work he wouldn't be making a living from it yeah people would be watching and he would he would either not be there or he would have been cancelled and not not just in the no not the way that we use it now but it would be like you have no viewers we yeah. are cancelling your show but and once again saying... i find that kind of cheap but i'll still do it yeah. still do it totally yeah i'll sell my soul for rock and roll or money <laughs> probably money more yeah more than money yeah <laughs> but it's you know you know some people act like they'd be so fucking pure and like this this is purest comedy. I will never divert from this. When in reality, if they were told, like, oh, do you want to be in this sitcom? We'll give you 100 grand. It's utter trash. Yeah, possible. <laughs> it's 100 grand. But naturally, all sitcoms are great, though. And especially the new one I've heard about coming out soon, the smoking area in the next year or so, hopefully. Apparently, that's going to be really good. I don't know who's going to be in it, but apparently it's going to be really good. Sexy bastard that's writing it, though, apparently. That sounds like it could be. Giant dick. He's a giant dick. Oh, He's a giant dick. Abs, absolute colossal bellend, colossal. some would call him. And it's true. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen him. Looks like it as well. He's got a frenulum going down his head. Got a what? You want more? No, oh, sorry. That was another big word there, wasn't it? Um, that was a big a, word. I didn't understand that one. Banjo string. <laughs> Do you know what the banjo string? You know the string that's on the back of your dick? That bit. That's a, what do yeah. you call it? Do you do you even know? Have you ever looked at the back of your dick? Oh yeah, obviously. <laughs> you just twisted it around and looked at it. Oh look at that. That's an entirely new perspective. I think I just referred to it as the seam. The seam. Okay. It's kind of a seam. Mm, you see, no, I refer to the seam as the ball sack, like the line. I thought that's what we were talking about. No, I'm like on the back of your so you know you got your penis head, the bell end. Yes. <laughs> on the other side of that. Have you have you literally never looked at Oh, you're talking about the thing that un- that circumcised people obviously don't have. Um the bit that connects the skin to the bell end. Uh, basically. Yeah. 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 I, I assume circumcised penises don't have that. Because that'd be I like the main attachy. I, I think they they do have it. It's where does it attach to? Well, because they don't. Hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just it such is, a... It that, has to attach, but I guess it's just... I mean, the fact that we do must, that, though, is such a weird thing. That it's, it's normal to cut off skin from the end of a... Barbaric. It's so strange, and it's the norm in America. It's weird to see someone without it, apparently. It's like the fact that you can ban a woman independently exactly. of her own volition having a clitoral hood piercing because that is classed as genital mutilation. But A piercing is? Yeah. Okay. But you, can't, you will happily allow a baby to have a part of their anatomy cut off. No choice. Yeah, because apparently... A fair few thousand years ago, someone in the sky said, I don't like that bit. Get off. Get off. Oh, yeah. I, you know what? I forgot that it even originally came from the religious idea. I completely forgot that concept then. And some people do it as a, oh, it's healthier. It makes it cleaner. It doesn't, absolutely no statistical evidence to prove that. There is nothing at all that provides any difference. As long no, no, what, what, you know exactly what they mean. They mean when they're younger, there's one less thing for a guy to clean, is what they're saying. <laughs> That's what they mean. Look, I can. I don't have to pull it back at all. I can just buff straight away. It's so strange. Though, when you, like, That's a big part of that story where the aliens come down and I was on about. So how how does that... That makes no sense. From an outside point of view, that must seem fucking ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when That's you have it. to wait until the fact... You have to wait until you're 18 as well. To like have like piercings or uh, or you know the majority and tattoos yeah. and stuff yeah. and gender mutilation is like a whole thing that you can't do like you said with the piercing thing but then at the same time as a child you can also choose to change them around to the other gender which yeah. is a whole another layer to that that is just so crazy when you really think about it like, yeah from outside perspective it's, it makes no sense no and if like i mean to briefly touch on religion i just, oh, touch uh, on religion all day, happily. Bringing a child up religious, in my opinion, is essentially a form of child abuse because you. No, it's not. You are essentially limiting... a form. It is a form of child abuse. Yeah, okay, there we go. But you are limiting the way that that child thinks, and you're not allowing them to make their own independent decisions. You're you are indoctrinating them. Uh, you are essentially creating a cult member. Is what you're it doing. It is a cult. My original joke was the only difference between Christianity and a cult, the success rate. Yeah. Because it's true. It is true. Because literally, to be a religion, you've got to have over a certain amount of members. Yeah. And before that, you're classed as a cult or a sect, I think. Something like that. Yeah. I think sect is the official thing, but it means a cult, basically. Like Scientology. Yeah. It is just, it's the fucking same thing. Like, it's just, it's... Even Jediism is like a religion now, isn't it, as well, because of that? That's yeah, all that I think it is counts. officially at the level where it could well, be. Well, it was. Like, I don't yeah, think it is now. But... Maybe on like a global scale, I think it is. It uh, surely very... it should be on a galactic scale. This is the problem, though. It's from a galaxy a long time ago, far, far away, so... Yeah, it's very true, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of tough, the old... Uh... And let's be fair, if we're talking about things that don't make sense, we do not want to use Star Wars as a reference point. <laughs> because Star Wars is fucking ridiculous. Sorry, fucking ridiculous, I mean, that program. Uh, yeah, that no, film, I can't even... That series, 
The Mandalorian, all of it. Fuck, I tried to watch The Mandalorian. I really tried. And then this guy who is apparently a badass in the first episode had to get saved by, was it Warwick Davis on a random thing? Yeah. Animal, he would have died because this yeah. slow, slow moving mini elephant rhino looking. I can't even remember, I just remember briefly in my mind, sneaked up on him somehow. And not only did that almost kill him, but also Warwick Davis on one of them snuck up on him somehow. But apparently, he's a badass. I don't, I am, um, I, I quite, I quite enjoyed the Mandalorian, <laughs> but yeah. Star Wars, there's only like two good Star Wars films, really. Because when you look back at them, a lot of the Star Wars stuff, the original films, are generally viewed with massively rose-tinted glasses because they're not, If when you actually watch them again, they're not that good. Like, they're fairly poorly acted. Yeah. Um, even more so the prequels, if you actually watch it from an acting point of view, Jesus oh, yeah. Christ, they are terribly acted the lines are delivered horribly for the most part they just it's not good and, and i used thing, to like them the only thing i like from the prequels is what everyone else hated i love jar 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 was great i fucking because you're the human version of jar jar he's <laughs> <laughs> great jar jar's like, amazing although he, he, he like becomes like the ruler at one point that was a bit far that was a bit far yeah then he becomes like, some kind of leader at some point, doesn't he, for Padme's or whoever that yeah, weird gets, person was at the time. He gets put right into the background, which is fine. Same place as E.T. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the only the two good Star Wars movies are The Force Awakens, which is basically mm. just an updated retread of A New Hope. Yeah. But I just felt it was done a lot better. Well, yeah, uh, because New Hope, that was the first one, wasn't it? And they blatantly had, well, they've admitted since, but they blatantly, when you watch it, they had no plan to carry it on because, I mean, doesn't he kiss his sister in that one? Yeah. And that's, and then you're on about the new ones, though. The new ones are terrible, too, because oh, randomly, yeah. I think it was the one after, um, Force Awakens was okay. Just, I think it had a lot of love there because of what they did for Marvel. So people were like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've got a lot of time for this. I thought it was kind of, eh. But, um, one after that last was it last jedi last jedi yeah that was anyone that tries to that killed that trilogy destroyed it the one after was terrible because of that one too the only good bad guy snoke just got whatever the fuck happened to him in that yeah, film that was i have no idea what happened with those films i was i was okay with the last jedi until Layer flying through space. That was exactly the bit I was thinking of. That, first. that was the point where I was like, I'm out. I'm out. As, especially because you knew before watching that film that she died. So when she was flying off through space, you were like, oh, this is a really nice little send off for her. This is cool. Yeah, exactly. It's cool. I did it. And then. That would have been the ideal way to do it. Yep. And then. Oh, she can yeah, fly? Yeah, that was just. The, do the, I thought the force was you bring things towards you, but she's bringing herself to it that was uh, okay that was i remember i remember laughing at that when i was watching it in the cinema i was like are you kidding <laughs> what <laughs> she's she's fucking flying which i mean okay they've done force jumps 
some might say that's fine, but they've never fucking supermanned it like she was doing. And, and I'm not I'm not even precious about it. I'm not <laughs> precious about Star Wars. I've never been like the mega nerd about it. But that was a point where I was like, nah, bullshit. And then the last one was just a fucking abortion that was which was basically I think it was JJ Abrams just going, uh I just need to try and make something. That's so, exactly it. Yeah. The guy um before I forget his name now, was it yeah, Ryan something? Yeah, I can't remember his Ryan... name. Right. Mm, no. It doesn't matter. We don't need to say his name because he fucked it up. And it was the first, like I said, the first one was good, but I was fully into it. I was still there for this. I was going into last year though, and I was expecting good things from what I saw with Force Awakens because it seemed like, like you said, just a rehashing of the first one, and that kind of made sense to me for a new audience. Yeah, I thought it would carry on up the same level, but no, just went to shit. And that whole fucking scene with the casino shit that was going on, and the love story that went nowhere. And Benicio del Toro's fucking stuttering. Yeah. What? Why was the? Why did he? That? Why was that a character choice? Why couldn't he just be? Like, I forgot that was even there. To be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, it was just. I went to Guardians of the Galaxy when you said that, and I was going for the wrong Disney film. Oh, you were uh, you were thinking of the collector. <laughs> I was thinking Howard the Duck, and I was like, "How was Howard yeah. the Duck in Star Wars again?" Oh, okay, yeah. That that would make it a better film, frankly. Uh, the other the other good Star Wars film is uh, Rogue One. Eh, it was all right, but it didn't really make that much sense. Didn't it create like a whole plot hole at the end of it? No. Well, the plot well, hole was that I guess that obviously in. A new hope. Leia says uh, something about a lot of Bothans died to get this information or something, and not like the the group of people that got it were. I don't think there were any Bothans or something. And and also as well because the I can't remember what they called the bad guys. Darth Vader's lost. Um, apparently didn't know they had the plans yet. They mm. did know they had the plans. Mm. It kind it's... of falls apart a little bit. I didn't even bother watching Solo. I have Solo purely because I'm one of those people who likes to have like a full set of things. So I got Solo cheap on Blu-ray. And it's one of them things where the same with um, Indiana Jones and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and the same with Metallica, St. Anger. Okay. If you do not give them that branding... If you just called the film Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, if you just called the album Saint Anger, if you just called the film something else and they were not associated with their respective franchises or yeah. bands, you'd be like, that was some all right mindless fun. That happened. But instead, you've got something that you feel or you might feel some kind of affection for or something you have some respect for, that you then like, oh, that was exceptionally disappointing compared to things which I grew up really loving. <laughs> this is tarnished. I'll say that. I like St. Anger. Don't mind it as an album. Don't give a fuck about your popped-off snare drums. It doesn't sound good, I'll admit that, but I think the songs are all right. I like St. Anger, the song. I don't really know what... I don't know them well enough to know what songs are from that album, but I like a lot of their songs, so don't get me wrong. But I don't know which ones are from now. I like the song Saint Anger. I also uh, highly recommend watching the documentary Some Kind of Monster, which is all about the creation of that album. And yeah, I just think I've I've watched that film so many times. I watched it a few months ago 
I made someone else watch it because they'd never seen it and they're a metal fan. I'm like, you need to see this just because it's just it's just really interesting just to see how this like the biggest metal band probably ever on the planet were like this far away in 2003 from Brick. Well, before that, from breaking up entirely and just Did seeing it- them be little bitches. And Kirk Hammett is such a fucking precious soul. Kirk Hammett. It's the lead singer, isn't it? No, Kirk Hammett's the lead guitarist. It's James Hetfield. He's the um, James Hetfield's the lead singer. Oh, okay. But yeah, Kirk Hammett, the guitarist with the long black hair. He's a precious boy. He's just so nice. He's just he's like a child. Oh, that kind of precious. Oh, okay. He's like a child caught between two warring parents, with <laughs> James and Lars, who are just screaming at each other. And he's just like, "Hey guys, I just think we." Should- we should all just get along and make the album. I think that'd be really cool. It's like, shut the fuck up, Kirk. Was it them who had the um, the thing where when they were originally starting, they had a buzz crash and it killed their bassist or something? Was that them? Yeah, so that was... Yeah. Well, like, so they were... Like, Dave Mustaine from Megadeth was originally uh, the lead guitarist from Metallica. And then before they made the first album, that's when they got Kirk Hammett in who was from a band called Exodus. Uh, so that was about, what was that? That was that was 83, because that was uh, Kill em All. Uh, and the bass is called Cliff Burton. And he was kind of, if you've, if you've heard anything from Master of Puppets, Ride the Lightning, yeah. or Kill em All, you can just feel like he's different. He plays kind of a groovier bass, because he was kind of hippie. Uh, but yeah, it was him who died in the crash after, like, they were touring Master of Puppets in Sweden. Um, wasn't it? I remember the story that I heard was it crashed and then he wasn't dead and they tried to lift it up and then it dropped or something went wrong with the crane they were using and then it fell again and that's what they think killed him. The second yeah, one. Yeah, I think. That I don't know if that's a myth, right. but it might might be. But yeah, mm. it is basically that is how he died. He died in the in the bus. It did squash him in some manner, I believe. Last thing I wanted to ask you before we wrap up, because I know you said about 15 minutes ago that you were dying now. So, yeah, I've just realised yeah. the time has gone on a bit more since then. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've recently been watching... Well, I, I always go through, like, I have a different thing that I'm watching each time. Have you ever watched um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yes. Yes, I have, yeah. See, I have only recently come um, come to watching that, and I'm like... I started on the second season because I know it didn't get good until Dan DeVito popped up apparently. I'm on like the seventh season now, I think. That is, that is definitely one of those shows where the first season is absolute trash. And I would always yeah. avoid the first season because it adds nothing really. And it is just a bad, it's a bad start. I've I heard that from I a got, few people, yeah. I don't know how it got a second series, to be honest. but I think just because apparently from what I've heard from um, Nathan Parrish as well, because he's quite into it, that Danny DeVito only agreed to be in the first episode. Um, and then he just wasn't going to appear again. He's just he enjoyed it so much. He just carried on, which is why you can tell a lot of like the three or four seasons after they're retconning his character yeah. to figure out why he's not giving money to people because he's yeah. loaded. But um, I'd heard how crazy that program was, like about how I don't want to say offensive because I didn't find it offensive at all. But how you know, like eh, I totally understand how people find that shit offensive. That program is fucking crazy. Like we've been. Yeah. Maybe like three episodes into the second season, like just starting it, and there was suddenly <laughs> there's a fucking Jewish guy that was trying to buy their bar, and they thought the best way to deal with it was by sending a terrorist fucking video over. 
Okay, you know, wrapped up with the head, the head towels and everything. Like, blah, 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 get my weapon. <laughs> Literally, that's a quote from it. <laughs> yeah, it is. Fucking amazing. It is. I, 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 I would find it really impossible to describe. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. It just yeah. it exists. That's about all I can say about it. It's just one of those where you like, just watch it. That's all you can do. Just watch it. and Yeah. And they get cracked out all of a sudden out of nowhere. And even now, I thought, I'm on to like season seven or 14. I thought, oh, okay, they're start, they've obviously been picked up. Because I know like the first three or four seasons, they were just filming themselves. Mm. And then like, you can tell kind of the difference when it gets picked up by something. And I was like, okay, yeah, it's going to start chilling out a bit more now. Again, I can't, can't do the same kind of stuff I did before. No, no. Just as bad, worse, if anything. Yeah, now they've got a budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's sort of them. Uh, that was that was one of my locked uh, like first lockdown watches I think because it was on like the all thirteen or whatever twelve 14. or thirteen I think when I watched it I think when I watched it there was either twelve or thirteen series I think it must have, it might have been yeah right so no I think when I started watching it there was twelve series and in the in the care like at the time of watching it the 13th series came out and then that got added on netflix later and then the 14th came out but Wait, yeah that was, going? yeah the 14th series only came out like this uh last year i think i didn't realize that i just naturally yeah. assumed it had finished nah man oh. as far as i'm aware it's still going Johnny Lennon, he turns his music off, like, you know. Yeah, okay, okay. The dog is doing my head in. You should have put the cushions there. Yeah, you should have put the cushions there then. But you're really loud. We're finishing now. Good. I'm leaving that bit in, definitely. Yeah. Oh, Oh, God. I'm not psychic, God. It's fine. (laughs) Oh, my Jesus. (laughs) So I need to go. Yeah, Mm -hmm. there. Well, you're at a tap out before me. It's a crap on the brink. <laughs> so, in closing. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm happy to know, though, that um, uh, Philadelphia is not finished. I generally just assumed it had finished. Like, yeah, as far as I'm aware, there'll be another series. Cool. Maybe I have no it, idea but... how it's still going on. Or no, how... me neither. Is all, are all the people still in it? Yeah, yeah. And Danny DeVito as well? Yeah. Cool. As long as Dan DeVito and Charlie Day are there, I'm happy. I think, um, oh, I can't remember her name. The woman. D. Um, yeah, D. I think D, D does disappear for a little bit, I think. Good. I, I think she got pregnant in real life. Um, okay. I've just watched the one where she got pregnant, and I thought it was by her brother, but yeah, it wasn't. I think, I think she disappears for a little bit, if I remember right. Oh, and Mac oh. goes away for a few episodes, I think. Um, but yeah, they, they are all still there. I kind of hate Dennis and D, but only... oh, wait, no. no, sorry, it's not Mac who disperse for it. It's Dennis who disperse for a little bit. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> the two I dislike. I only like them when it's weird. I hate both their characters, and I just, it's not even that you know they're dicks. That's fine. That's great. Like that works perfectly. Like Dennis is a pure psychopath. Mm-hmm. I just find them a bit boring a lot of the time. But when they're together, doing stuff together, I really enjoy them. I've noticed yeah. lately. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. Just two psychopaths work very well. Yeah. And it always will. It always right. will. Right. 
right yeah let's finish i don't know what the fuck we're saying anymore to be honest dude let's cease talking <laughs> let's everybody go to bed let's let's just pray Ooh. that no more heat happens tiny thing i'm going to mention to you when we finish but we'll do that after because i don't want to put it on here because i don't know if it'll definitely happen so sex excellent obviously <laughs> yes naturally <laughs> wonderful but, um well yeah so... for me callum jarvis jones do you want to Actually, you, you, I was about to say, do you want to throw in your plugs at the end? But let's be honest, anyone who's got, listening to this point doesn't give a shit now. Yeah, just they don't give er, a shit. Everybody, <laughs> if you've listened this far, give up. Like, what what has your life been worth? Your life is void. Mine is. I know this. I'm, I'm comfortable with it. That's why I'm here. So I do this. <laughs> I'm so tired. I've had, like... Is... <sighs> yeah, you, you're, you're fucking drowsing out on antibiotics right now. I, I remember right. last time I had antibiotics like um, about a month ago. You don't realise it, but you're kind of high the whole time. You don't realise, but you kind of are. Mm, maybe a little bit. Yeah. It's probably because I took twice the amount I supposed to. But... Nice. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, anyway. Bye, everyone. Bye, folks. Peace. Bye.